All right, hello and welcome back to Sports Talk. Adrian brought us here at Border City Ale House. Come and join us. Sports Talk is live. We're getting everybody ready for Monday night football. Rams versus Packers. 1506 Lee Trevino on El Paso's east side. They've got some excellent, excellent holiday specials going on right now. Three, four, five dollar pints going on. Also, four dollar fireball along with five dollar Jack and Jack flavors. Uh, also, a Border City Ale House is open Christmas Eve till the end of the last NFL game that's hey that's the biggest one of them all it's Cowboys Eagles coming up this Saturday Christmas Eve and then they will open Christmas Day as well Border City Ale House out here on El Paso's east side the home for Monday Night Football here on Sports Talk today we're getting things started by talking what what else than uh, Argentina and the amazing amazing finish to yesterday's World Cup I it was just a thrilling game all the way around and you know you could be a soccer fan you could be uh, just a regular sports fan. Everybody was, it seemed like, was watching that game yesterday between France and Argentina. And, you know, a lot of people turned it off after Argentina goes up 2-0. I mean, you wake up in the morning, I'm having I'm having coffee early, eating breakfast and everything, and uh, see Argentina go up 2-0, and I think, wow, this is over right here. But as we've seen throughout this entire World Cup stretch, uh, what an unbelievable stretch it was for the World Cup. Uh, th- this one ended in such a dramatic fashion. Kylian Mbappe, what an excellent performance by him, uh, making those two goals within, what, two minutes? Uh, the penalty that he ended up uh, tying the game with just made it to where it was such an exciting ending. I mean, it goes to extras. Both teams have multiple chances. I mean, you can't say that enough. And... Um, Am I upset that it went to penalties and that we had to find out the winner via penalties? Maybe, but that's more of a soccer issue that I have. But I'm more of a celebratory. I'm coming to you today in more of a celebratory tone, talking about Lionel Messi winning the World Cup and uh, you know conquering this for his legacy and also conquering this for his country in Argentina. In fact, Argentina's national team, they're going to be celebrating this World Cup tomorrow in Buenos Aires at uh, out at the Monument. That's the traditional epicenter of all the sporting celebrations, which is going to be amazing. I mean, what we saw today from some of the footage that was out there was just simply a joyous party out there for Argentina. I mean, the national team, which beat France in penalties, it, it just went, it felt like a full circle moment for everybody out there watching sports. And hey, maybe capped off the argument right there about Lionel Messi and whether or not he is the GOAT when it comes to soccer. Uh, that's what we're starting today's show, talking uh, all this about right here. Uh, 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter. That's where you can find us as well. You can also call, give us a call. Uh, our telephone number, 915-505-6009. Was this the best World Cup you've ever seen? If you're a huge soccer fan, uh, that's what, I mean, in my lifetime, it's easy for me to say. I'm 26 years old. Um, you know, some of the better World Cups I can remember, they were they were solid. But what we saw yesterday was just magical, going to PKs, the way that France extended it. The fact that it was so dramatic where Mbappe still gets the golden boot, still has those three goals and, you know, completes the hat trick. It, it just felt so magical yesterday watching that game. And uh, it just felt very celebratory for everybody waiting for this final uh, between the World Cup and Argentina and France. So that's how we're getting things started today. It was a very busy weekend when we're talking sports. 
sports out here. Uh, UTEP ended up beating La Tech this weekend in men's basketball, 60-55. to We could talk about that if you'd like here on the show. Um, this one was really interesting, right, because the Miners, uh, they entered this game on a kind of a bit of a skid. They they dropped those two games to New Mexico State and then DePaul on the road, and UTEP kind of needed to right the ship. So for UTEP, a win is a win. That was exactly what they needed this past Saturday. However, uh, the one thing that fans will point out were the 15 of 37 free throw attempts by the Miners. That has to get cleaned up moving forward, and the Miners have a big week ahead of them in the West Star Bank Sun Bowl Invitational that's coming up this weekend. Uh, this is going to be an interesting one because the Miners will have a chance to go up against North Carolina A&T on Wednesday. That's the first game of this game uh, of this tournament for the Miners. Then they will play the winner or the loser of Kent State versus NMSU. And as as we all know, the Miners and the Aggies had split the first two games of this series in the Battle of I-10. This could be a rubber match in uh, the West Star Bank Don Haskins Sun Bowl Invitational this week. Or on the other side, if it's Kent State, the Golden Flashes are one of the best teams, if not the best team, of all mid-major basketball right now. And if the Miners end up getting Kent State on Thursday, that would be massive as well. So we could talk about the uh, that coming up this week as well. I uh, want to give a big shout-out to the UTEP women's basketball team. They also beat La Tech, but they were on the road this weekend, um, 62-54. I mean, hey, you got to give credit to the men's basketball team as well. Uh, both teams winning this weekend. But the women, uh, they get four players who score in double figures. Jazzy on Jackson leading the way with uh, 17 points in this game. So, hey, for Kevin Baker and, and uh, you know, this UTEP women's basketball team, a strong start to conference play, and that's exactly what they wanted after a uh, solid ending to non-conference action. We could also talk about the 915 Showcase. Big shout-out to everybody at the Greater El Paso Football Showcase for celebrating their 30th year this past year. Uh, just very impressive all the way around with the 915 Showcase and, and all the great festivities that went on. Uh, it's always a privilege to broadcast that game as 600 ESPN El Paso, and we were very appreciative of everybody out there with the uh, Greater El Paso Football Showcase and all the great work that they do. Uh, Rick Hernandez, Ed Stansberry, uh, just some names of all the great people out there who help us uh, with the Greater El Paso Football Showcase year after year. Red Storm ended up winning 44-37. It was a great game and went down to the wire. Uh, Coronado's Cade Little was the Red Storm MVP. He's kind of that all-around athlete. I really liked what he did for Coronado this past year. I, I mean, their offense was a lot of fun to watch after, you know, some struggles in years past, and they were very competitive this year, uh, especially scoring some points. So uh, Cade Little standing out and being the Red Storm MVP from this past weekend. Also, Bo Sparks was the Blue Thunder MVP. Uh, they also got to name a team MVP as well. So the Franklin standout wide receiver capped off his excellent weekend for the Greater El Paso Football Showcase with an MVP award. And, yeah, if you didn't hear around uh, the streets, uh, Bo Sparks ran a 4-3 on Friday uh, at the uh, Greater El Paso Football Showcase Combine and really, really impressed a lot of college scouts this weekend. So I uh, want to give a lot of credit to Bo Sparks and that, uh, you know, that whole for Franklin system that developed him as well. Uh, want to also mention tomorrow there is no show for sports talk. We will be airing the Boca Raton Bowl. That's Liberty uh, going up against Toledo. Boca Raton Bowl tomorrow. And all our college football bowl coverage is thanks to the great people out at Paulo Verde Homes and Winsome 
Supply El Paso. They're providing our entire bowl schedule. And by the way, we're going to be airing the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl coming up on December 30th. And speaking of, uh, we've got some great prizes to give away out here at Border City Ale House as well. Uh, let's talk about some of those prizes right now. We've got a pair of tickets to the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. That's, t- that's kicking off noon, uh, December 30th, and uh, right around the corner. I mean, we're, we're talking next week for this game between UCLA and Pitt. We also have some West Star Basketball invitational tickets. First off, we've got Wednesday night games, and we have Thursday night games, along with parking passes. So we've got those to raffle off as well, along with golf from Horizon Golf Course, and uh, passes to relax and kick social for some, uh, you know, some holiday entertainment. This uh, You can come out here, Border City Ale House, and register with us for some of these great prizes. Oh, man, I mean, there was so much sports this weekend. This felt like uh, an overwhelming weekend to just talk about all the great sports that were going on. And if you'd like to talk about this weekend and what you got a chance to watch, uh, give us a call. Our telephone number, 915-505-6009. We're just getting started. We're talking a little World Cup. We're talking Argentina and how great this victory was for them. Does this solidify, in your opinion, uh, Lionel Messi's uh, goat debate, or would you necessarily would you consider somebody else as the greatest soccer player of all time right now? Um, and then also, we're definitely we definitely want to talk some Cowboys. Uh, man, yikes! I, I mean, Cowboys yesterday. In, uh, and you know what? There was a lot of people after the interception for a touchdown. It was a tip pass. Noah Brown did not come up with a catch. I'm not blaming this on Dak. There was a lot of people on social media who were out there saying, oh, well, that was a low pass by Dak Prescott. He's got to be more disciplined. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm in the camp that Dak Prescott needs to work on his decision-making when it comes to early situations, early in the game situations. Do I blame the last play of the game in overtime on him? No, not necessarily. I I would blame this on somebody else. I, I think that you know Noah Brown in that case, that tip pass that ended up being intercepted for the touchdown, he should have had that. He should have hauled that in. And I, I blame the receiver in that case. But um, you know, you know, the Cowboys shouldn't have been there in the first place. Let's just be honest. The Cowboys clinched a wild card yesterday off the Giants' victory, so Cowboy fans have that to hang on to. But losing to Jacksonville on the road like that, the Cowboys led twenty-seven to ten. They had this game under wraps. They had it in the bag. And um, I, I feel like every time we're ready to give the Cowboys more credit. I, I gave them credit last week after having that uh, game-winning drive to beat the Texans, albeit the worst team in the league. Um, I, I thought they were kind of turning a corner and being a little bit more mature. But despite uh, you know forcing the turnovers they did defensively, despite dominating at points in that game against Jacksonville, they leave with an L. And now they have to regroup against a, uh, ahead of Philly, which is this weekend. And if you're talking about the Cowboys playing the same game that they did against the Eagles this past weekend, then, I, I mean, or excuse me, then the, uh, you know, how they ended up playing against the Jaguars this weekend, then I don't know how they fare against the Eagles uh, this weekend, even without possibly Jalen Hurts. That's been the big news today. The talk of the the day has been Jalen Hurts possibly out for Saturday's game due to a shoulder sprain that he apparently suffered in the win against the Bears. So we could talk some Cowboys football. We could talk NFL football right now. I mean, I I just have one question, one hanging question right now when it comes to NFL football. and especially when it comes to the NFC, this this conference was very suspect all all this uh, entire stretch long. But is the NFC right now a two team conference? 
I, I look at the 49ers. I look at both the 49ers and I look at the Eagles. That Those are the top two teams in the in the conference right there. And I think it might just stick that way unless some team emerges out of the dark because I left this weekend with way more question marks on the Vikings. I'm sorry, Vikings fans, if, you know, if there's anyone out there listening. Th- those Vikings fans had to witness Kirk Cousins struggle for quarters on end against a really bad uh, you know, Indianapolis team that hasn't won a game, it feels like, in forever. And, I, yeah, I, I, I get um, the Colts played teams like the Cowboys well at some points this year, but, I mean, going up 33 to nothing at half, uh, yeah, give credit to Kirk Cousins and the team for coming back, but I'm not worried about the Vikings when it comes to postseason football. There's two different discussions we can have there. And then when it comes to the Cowboys, after a loss like yesterday, after struggling against the Texans, I still have question marks when it comes to the Cowboys and their legitimacy as as a contender in the NFC. And then now, who are we left with? Are we left with the Bucks right now, who just lost a bad game to the Bengals? Are we left with the Packers, who still have a lot of uncertainty? They have a Monday Night Football game against the Rams. This NFC right now feels wide open, and again, feels like a two-team conference. Uh, two-team conference right now, as it stands, between the 49ers and the Eagles. If I'm those two teams, I'm thinking, "Hey, you got to prove that you can actually beat us before we're actually worried about you." So we can talk some NFL on the show today, and uh, big news today that actually just dropped. Uh, very relevant for UTEP football fans. How about this local product? Parkland standout offensive lineman Tyrone McDuffie III, who was previously committed to Colorado, has now selected UTEP as his spot for college. Remember, this week is going to be early signing day uh, for UTEP football. They're actually going to announce their signings uh, signees on Wednesday, December 21st as part of early signing day and uh, add Tyrone McDuffie to the mix, a three-star prospect, somebody who is an outstanding offensive lineman at Parkland. And to be honest with you, somebody who can play right away. He has the size. He has all the tools to do this. He was committed to a Pac-12 school before uh, Coach Prime started over there, his regime. And now Tyrone McDuffie gets a chance to do it for his hometown here in El Paso. So, uh, He said today, this is what he wrote on Twitter, quote, First of all, I would like to thank God. Without him, I am nothing, and I wouldn't be where I am today. I would also like to thank my family for being an amazing support system that I can lean on in times of doubt. I love you guys very much, and thank you for everything. I want to thank my coaches, teammates, and close friends that I have created relationships with over the years. You all are truly family and have impacted my life more than you know. Finally, I would like to thank Coach Dimmel and the entire UTEP football staff for believing in me and my potential. I'm more than ready to work. With that being said, I will continue my academic and football career at the University of Texas at El Paso. Hashtag picks up. That's coming from Tyrone McDuffie III, who announced his commitment today. So we could talk all that here on the show. We're just getting things started. And by the way we got two very special guests coming up here on the program today. I'm very excited about it. We're going to be spending three hours. We're going to be spending the whole show. It's going to be the last edition of Shake and Bake here officially on the show with us. Praise Amayule just wrapping up another season with the Miners and Jadrian Taylor, who just graduated. So this this feels fitting. I mean, Jadrian Taylor yesterday announces officially he's going pro. I mean, wraps up his career and graduates at UTEP. 
um, has a su- very successful tenure here, and now is announcing that he's headed to the league. So we will be talking with uh, Jadrian Taylor for one last time here on the show before he gets ready for, you know, and, and really kicks it into gear for NFL training. And uh, that's going to be all coming up here on the show. We're just getting started at Border City Alehouse. If you're anywhere in the area, come join us. 1506 Lee Trevino. We're getting everybody ready for Rams and Packers. Should be a great Monday night football game as we send it over to Charlie One for our first traffic update of our afternoon. All right, welcome back. Sports Talk is live. We are at Border City Alehouse on El Paso's east side. 1506 Lee Trevino, come down and join us for Monday Night Football. We are getting ready. It's Packers and Rams. I got my I got my Rams jersey in the car. It's Jalen Ramsey today uh, because uh, we uh, the Rams need a lockdown game from their starting corner, Jalen Ramsey, today in order to win against the Packers. Uh, I, I feel like there's going to be a lot of Aaron Jones fans out here today. We might see some 33 jerseys. We might see some people... Maybe with a number 99, Aaron Donald. Uh, I guarantee this. There will be no one with a number 17 jersey. That's Baker Mayfield's number uh, as he is now the starting quarterback for the Los Angeles Rams. And, yeah, I know the season's over. It's 4-9. and nine. This, this has been one of the worst seasons I've seen in Rams football in years. But it's coming off the heels of a Super Bowl. So I feel fine. I mean, hey, I'm, I'm good. The Rams want a Super Bowl, and that's all I could ever ask for. But this has been a very disappointing year. I guess the worst thing if you're a Rams fan, is that you're worrying about the future and what, what's to hold for them because they don't have a first-round pick for the next few years. They all have mortgaged a lot of their second-round picks and third-round picks for the guys that they've already paid and already have on their roster. Matt Stafford is currently injured, but I'm not sure if he's going to come back. I think he might be somebody who could be trending toward a retirement the way that he's been um, you know, affected by injuries over the past couple of years. And that's understandable. He's, he's kind of uh, hit his peak as far as a quarterback goes, at least from what we've seen so far. But nonetheless, I, I feel like the Los Angeles Rams, this season's over right now. It, I'm, I'm just excited because this is an opportunity to knock off a Green Bay team who still might have a chance. They're still kind of in the playoff hunt uh, if you kind of look at everything, how it's shaping out. However, I will say this, the biggest problem for the Packers is you look at uh, what's the what's in their division and you realize that the Detroit Lions have really turned around their season and they are now a contender to try to make the playoffs as well. I mean, the Detroit Lions coming off a win against the Jets yesterday, 20 to 17. That felt like a, a really frustrating game all around. And for the uh, for the Green Bay Packers, they're five and eight right now. The Lions are seven and seven, and the Commanders coming off that loss yesterday, they're seven and six. So that seventh seed in the NFC is still wide open for teams like both uh, the Seahawks, the Panthers, even the Lions or the Commanders to end up taking. So it uh, should be interesting to see how this season winds down. But Packers five and eight. Rams 4-9, and nine. they're going at it. Monday Night Football out here, Border City Alehouse. They've got five, uh, $3, $4, and $5 pints going on right now. They also have $4 Fireball and $5 Jack and Jack flavors. Uh, Border City Alehouse is a perfect place to watch all the bowl games and all the NFL games that are going on every weekend. In fact, they are open Christmas Eve till the end of the last NFL game. That's Cowboys-Eagles. That's going to be the big one everybody's excited for uh, this uh, Christmas Eve, which is actually Saturday. And so... um, 
Border City Ale House is getting everybody ready for that. So come join us. We're, we're giving away some really good prizes. We're giving away uh, UTEP basketball tickets to the West Star Bank Don Haskins Sun Bowl Invitational. Miners taking on North Carolina uh, A&T on Wednesday. And the game right before that might be the mid-major game of the week. Uh, New Mexico State going up against Kent State. That's going to be awesome to watch both those teams go at it. So uh, if you're planning to go to that, Sun Bowl Invitational this weekend. Make sure you go early Wednesday. Don't don't go up, you know, just for that UTEP game at 7:15. Go for the early game and uh, come out here, Border City Alehouse. You can register to win those tickets. You can also win uh, tickets to the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl, UCLA versus Pitt. That's right around the corner. Uh, that's going to be Friday, December 30th. Uh, our telephone number on the show, 915-505-6009. That's our telephone number to get into the program. Want to welcome on Chema. Want to welcome on UTEP Zay, Angel Munoz, who are back at our Lubin Go, Go Oil Changer Studios. Uh, fellas, thank you so much for everything you all do for the show. We'll start with you, Chema. How was your weekend? How's everything going? Honestly, Adrian, my weekend was pretty good. You know, I produced that football game that we were talking about. Right, 915 Showcase, that's exactly right. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. And uh, Red Storm ending up winning that game 44-37 in the high school football all-star game. I love that. Also want to mention this uh, when it comes to uh, w- when it comes to that w- this weekend. Chema, what did you end up thinking of that World Cup yesterday between Argentina and France? Argentina ending up winning that game in PKs. You know what, Adrian? Honestly, I think that was one of the best World Cup games ever. Right. I'm and with you on that. It was just, you know, crazy. You know, they were tied. They went into penalties. I think, I think you know, you had said something about how this game went into penalties. But I think, you know, this game needed to go into penalties because it's a World Cup final. You know, you need the best of the best. And Argentina was just the best of the best. Dramatic stakes, yeah. I, I like I like how you spun that in you, you spin it that way. I would say it this way. This is my problem with PKs. I love I love the fact that two teams can just go at it. A sudden death for me just makes more sense because then you allow the best team to just win it outright via a goal. And PKs are tough. Some teams are better at PKs than others. And that's just unfortunately how it went for uh, this round. Does it mean Argentina was better than France? Maybe. It could definitely mean that when it's all said and done. But I I feel like the way that France was able to march back in that game was just so much fun to, to watch a close matchup like that. I hated for it to finish in PKs, where I felt like if it was a sudden death, we could have watched, I don't know, 45 minutes more of that. And maybe you're right, Chema. Maybe we, we just needed that game to end at some point. Maybe those two teams were just going at it just left and right, and, and we needed to find a winner either way. But, hey, I, I want to give a big shout-out to Pinky. Pinky called in on Friday. We were having a prediction contest for the World Cup, and he predicted it exactly. He said it was going to be a tie, 2-2 draw. It was going to PKs, and Argentina would win it in PKs. So uh, credit to Jaime Pinky uh, Arieta out at, in Santa, Santa Teresa for winning our uh, contest. And he's going to get a, a big uh, prize pack as well with that. Uh, Want to welcome on UTEP Zay onto the program. He's back with us as well. Zay, this was a big, uh, busy, busy weekend for UTEP football. They hosted a lot of different commits, or I mean sign, uh, potential signees, I should say. They hosted a lot of uh, junior college guys, and they hosted some high school guys as well. Zay, in your opinion, what? where does the Tyrone McDuffie commit that just happened over the last hour from Parkland, where does that rank among the current commitments that UTEP has gotten so far? 
right now that's number one. I mean, he's the most highly touted prospect UTEP, you know, that has committed to UTEP so far, and I don't think that's a dig to any of the other guys. He's just he's super good. He's the seventh highest rated commit in UTEP history, so this is a big time get for UTEP. Oh man, it really is a big time get. It it really is, and I would say this. You know, when it comes to when it comes to this uh, UTEP football team, they need all the guys that they can get as far as uh, commits and some big name commits like that. And I feel like Tyrone McDuffie is somebody who has that name was committed already to a Pac-12 school, and that's a huge commit to have early on. So I think that's just a really cool thing that UTEP uh, got today, getting that commitment. Now, Zay, what, who are some of the other names to watch out when it comes to early signing day? That's coming up Wednesday. You've been on top of a lot of the UTEP commits early on and throughout this whole uh, off-season process. Who are some other names that we should be aware of? Well, right now UTEP is really going after three guys from Navarro College, Junior College, which is a it's in Texas, and one of those guys is Brandon Hawkins. He's a receiver. He has offers from a bunch of schools. He's fast. He stands at six foot one eighty five. He was a Southwest Junior College uh, first team All American, so that's a guy to look out for. And wow. Devin Dye, uh, safety from. Uh, it's a college out there in California. Just another guy. There's a whole lot of guys. There's a whole list you know, to look after, and uh, UTEP is going to be busy this Wednesday. Okay, let me ask you this, Zay. You also posted something about a player decommitting. He, he uh, flipped his commitment kind of late in this process. Tell me a little bit about what you know there. Well, Jamarcus Jones was a 6'5", uh, 220 linebacker. He was committed from to UTEP. He took an official visit a couple days ago. Okay. And, um, well, he committed on the spot to UTEP, and then just today we found out that he took a visit to UAB, and uh, he just committed there. So, wow. you know, the Blazers were able to flip a UTEP commit. But a uh, good thing for the Miners, they have a bunch of linebackers already committed, and they're still in the hunt for a few. So uh, it's a big loss, but not as big as some might think. Well, you know what? I, I would just say this. The way that some of the coaches are acting on social media, the way that they're kind of talking about things, um, this is uh, this is one of those things right here. When I look at this UTEP team, I, I just want to see what kind of players they will have when it when signing day hits on Wednesday. They feel pretty confident. That's what I that's what I've seen so far. It feels. Uh, like a confident approach from the coaching staff thus far and what we've seen. So uh, great stuff, Zay. Before I let you go, before uh, we move it, move on to another subject, let me get your take. UTEP women's basketball beats La Tech this weekend, 62-54. Where does this put this women's basketball team right now? You know, we had, some, we had a little bit of questions, right, about this women's basketball team. They had started off good. Started off great, actually, but, you know, some losses, especially the road loss to Air Force, made you think, hey, maybe they can't beat teams on the road. Well, they, they proved us wrong. You know, they beat a very good La Tech team on the road, and I really do think this is a team that can contend for a Conference USA championship. All right. Okay. Good stuff, Zay. Hey, I appreciate it, you guys. Thanks for holding it down. Um, Angel Munoz. Chema, UTEP Zay, all holding it down back at our studios. Uh, as we continue right now, our telephone number, 915-505-6009. You want to talk some Argentina, the World Cup this weekend? You want to talk some UTEP basketball? They beat La Tech, but how, how good do you feel about this team right now as it stands? Uh, give us a call. Give us a, you know, uh, shoot us a tweet. Also, 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter. Uh, we could talk Cowboys and, man, that tough game yesterday between the Jaguars. And we could also talk any of the NFL games this past weekend. I mean, there were some excellent games. How about that snow game between the Bills and the Dolphins? That was outstanding, outstanding um, football. And just to watch a game out in the snow – 
you know, there, there are a lot of people out there who are very excited and very fired up about a lot of these indoor stadiums that are being built. And, hey, rightfully so. You know, Minnesota definitely should have an indoor stadium. They should definitely not have something outdoors. But it's just so pure to watch football outside in a blizzard like that out in Buffalo and watch all those fans get so excited about that game and ended, ending up pu- pulling that one off. You know, I ended up feeling a little bit better about the Dolphins after that loss, if that makes any sense, than I did before. I thought the loss to the Chargers for Miami was very, um, you know, concerning at some points. And now I look at this game that they uh, actually lost to in Buffalo. I, I kind of like how they played in that game. I thought they showed a lot of fight. I think there are still a lot of limitations when it comes to Tua Tungavailoa. But I, I think he could pull it together at some point. I don't know if they're um, necessarily going to go deep in the playoffs. I'd still be more worried right now about the Chargers than I would the Dolphins. But they're a tough team. They're a tough team to beat, and that's what they proved on Saturday in that loss to uh, the Bills. And for Buffalo, I mean, what can we say about Josh Allen? He just shows what he could do on the ground, too. That's what's so impressive by him. I, I think he's probably number two. If you had to rank all the quarterbacks right now, number one to, I don't know, 32, He'd probably be number two right behind Patrick Mahomes. I, I think it's tough to put another quarterback ahead of Josh Allen just at this point right now uh, in his career. Uh, we're just getting started here on the show today. Our telephone number, 915-505-6009. Let's go to the phones and let's welcome on Orly, who's joining us next on the phone lines. Orly, good afternoon, my friend. What's going on? Not much. Uh, good, luck to, good luck to your Rams tonight. Oh, man, Orly. The season's over, but thank you. I appreciate it. Hey, Baker Mayfield might be the quarterback of the future, though. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I don't, have a, I don't have a problem with him. I hope he does well. Uh, it's just like look at you know, yesterday. You got this kid from Clemson with a good coach, and he looked great. He outplayed Prescott yesterday. Yeah, yeah, he was, definitely. Uh, definitely. You know, if I was a Cowboy fan, I'd be a little concerned. Uh, I don't think they're as good as they think they are. Um. Their defense is, um, is not par to the 49ers or Philadelphia. It's going to come down to Philadelphia and San Francisco for the championship. It's a two-team and race. As far as, Miami, as far as Miami being tough, they got rolled up by 33-17 and were lucky to score seven in the second half by a first-time uh, first uh, starter. Yeah, so yeah, no, you're I'd right. Be, you're I'd, right be about that. I'd be a little more concerned about that. But, um, I don't know. I just, uh, as far as UTEP, they first learned how to start hitting some free throws. Man, that was, you know, that is really bad. That was horrible, Orly. Was it 13 out of 37? It was 15 of 37 on on Saturday. Yeah. That's right, yeah. That's, um, wow, that should have blown these guys out. They get to the line, which is great. you got to finish. That was frustrating. But otherwise, yeah, it's, it's than that, really I think you're right. Oh, as far as indoor stadiums, no, 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 no. This is not soccer, guys. You know what they need to play in the elements. I, I think Minnesota, Green, uh, Green Bay, and Chicago, and uh, they they play in the elements. Buffalo. I just not. I'm not a big fan of these dome stadiums in cold weather cities. That's a major, major advantage, and they're taken away from it. 
Hey, I appreciate it, Orly. Yeah, no, I get, I get oh, it. Yeah. And hey, I think, I think that's uh, very valid right there. I appreciate the phone call, Orly. Thanks for getting in. All right, hey, go I, agree with you. <laughs> okay. I, I agree with you completely yeah. when it comes to uh, when it comes to the likes of the 49ers and the Eagles being a two-team race. That's it. Really is. It's just a two-team race between those two teams right there. And for the 49ers beating the Dolphins the way that they did, I think that's more of a product of who the 49ers are and not necessarily, uh, you know, who the Dolphins aren't. I, I think that we're still going to have to have patience when it comes to the Dolphins, their young team, Tunga Vailoa, a young quarterback who's really getting his first chance to actually uh, throw in a system that will let him do some things. So we, we it needs, he needs some time, and that team needs some time just to try to build more things around it. it it's it's a process in the NFL. Josh Allen has shown that. He's been around the block. He's been through playoff games. Let Tua get a couple playoff games in him before we can rush to judgment on things like that. So, um, you know, on, on some of the other points right there, I would also say when it comes to indoor stadiums, it's it's an interesting debate. I feel like it does add so much of an element to a team, and I think it actually really hurts the opposing team in a huge way when you go into those elements. Look at the Dolphins. They don't practice in anything under 55-degree weather. They're, the worst day of practice that they'll experience is rain. They're, they're not experiencing anything like Buffalo's experiencing. Look at what Buffalo had to do to evacuate their city or, or their players from the city in order to play a game just a couple weeks ago uh, out in Detroit. It had to be moved because there was going to be a blizzard out there at Orchard Park. So, I mean, that, that uh, stadium is definitely an advantage to the Bills, and that stadium will help them out definitely if they're going to try to make a big playoff run uh, this you know this upcoming playoffs, so it's going to be interesting to watch. Hey, we're getting started here at Border City Alehouse. We're going to take a timeout right now. When we come back, more phone calls and tweets. Praise of Mehule on deck, along with Jadrian Taylor from UTEP Football. The shake and bake finale today. I think that's what we have to call it because uh, you know it's the last time we'll, we'll see Jadrian Taylor here for a while. He's uh, heading off to the pros. He announced this yesterday via social media, coming off a first team All Conference season at UTEP. And we'll have a chance to talk with him extensively. We'll have a chance to register people for prizes here. And we'll have a chance to talk some Monday Night Football as Sports Talk continues at a Border City Alehouse, 1506 Lee Trevino, right here on 600 ESPN El Paso. All right, welcome back. Sports Talk is live. Border City Alehouse, 1506 Lee Trevino, getting everybody ready for Monday Night Football. Packers, Rams, going at it. It's an NFC matchup, and it's happening here with us at Border City Alehouse, 1506 Lee Trevino. They've got great drink specials like three, four, and $5 pints going on here for us on Sports Talk. Also, along with uh, Praise Mayule, UTEP defensive end, we are waiting on uh, UTEP's other defensive end, Jadrian Taylor, shake and bake final edition this time around. Um, because, you know, we've, we've got him here with us. Uh, Jadrian Taylor announcing yesterday, or this past weekend that he's going to be entering the pros and that he'll be playing uh, on Sundays, playing in the NFL. And uh, praise the Mayule, his counterpart, his shake and bake counterpart, coming yes, off sir. another all conference season himself. Yes, What's going on, my friend? How are you? What's good, Adrian? Always a pleasure, man. I'm doing pretty good, man. Always a pleasure to be on the show with you, you know. Always a pleasure, yes, man. Sir. The pleasure's always mine. Hey, yes, I, I'll, I'll say this praise. Um, did you get a chance to watch the World Cup this weekend? What was it like seeing uh, Argentina win this it was weekend? fun, man. Got to give him his flowers, man. That guy, Lionel Messi. You know, since we were kids, you know, that's kind of like the LeBron, the Kobe, 
Yeah. Of the soccer, you know, just the the, the goat debate, you know. So soccer's like your sport because you're man. you're a football guy through and through, but soccer's like your roots. Yes, sir. You know, I'm versatile. I do it all: soccer, football, ping pong, bowling. You know, skiing, fishing. No matter, man. Whatever sport it is, if it's a challenge, if it's a competition, I'm gonna be there. You know. That's awesome. Gotta be versatile, but yeah, soccer is my thing. You know, that's my childhood sport. You know, that was my first love. You know. Is it kind of weird knowing that the World Cup just wrapped up here in December? Was it difficult to watch for you? Because, I mean, it probably was right as the time you were finishing up the season and, yeah. you know, here at the, at the start of the off season. It was most definitely difficult, but you know, it was also a learning experience because I learned that in other longitude and latitude, you know, when it's summer right here, it might be a winter solstice and somewhere else. So That's right. There you go. Some for y'all kids listening to the radio station, man. Winter <laughs> solstice and summer solstice. <laughs> It's a thing, and it does exist. Okay, so that, yeah, that's why yeah. I had to do it over there in Qatar. Hey, no. U.S. is going to get uh, a couple World Cup games here in the next time around. How hey, cool is that, hey, North America? Y'all, y'all DM me. Y'all go follow me on Instagram and Twitter, man. Y'all DM me. If y'all want to go to the World Cup in four years, we can start planning it right now. It's going to be in the U.S., <laughs> the U.S. of A. You know, So y'all Paso fans and wherever y'all are listening to this radio station right now, just DM me. For the World Cup coming up And you'll up make here. some plans. All right, we I like that. got to make some plans, I like man. That. It's, it's, it's a big deal, bro. It, it was so exciting to watch Messi perform at such a high-level praise because, like you said, he was kind of like the LeBron of soccer yeah. growing up. And and even, you know, in these last couple years, it's kind of interesting also to wonder, could he play here in the U.S.? Imagine if he signs with Miami. A lot of rumors going around that Messi would uh, kind of venture into the second phase of his career. Well, he would still play a little bit, but play for Miami out in the MLS and sign in to play in America. And Leonardo Messi could do whatever he want to do. Leonardo Messi could go play in the Mars team with Elon Musk. <laughs> whatever, whenever we move the civilization to, to Mars, he could do whatever he wants. He's that guy, man. You know, quote, 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 end the quote. You know, he could go to Miami. He could go wherever he wants. He could go to, you know, Germany. He could go to France. You know, it don't matter. He could go to Africa. He come just play in the Little League. He could play, play in the gymnasium. It don't matter. It's Leonardo Messi, you know. He, you do whatever you want to do. Yeah, that's exactly right. Hey, um, you can't speak officially. There's things that you can and can't speak on, mm-hmm. and there are things that you can't speak on, but you could say unofficially uh, on just early signing day. Does it make you excited just knowing that you, you guys are getting some good talent? You can't speak specifics, but oh, yeah. just general speaking. Absolutely, man. You always got to love good talent, you know. Got to love good talent. Iron sharpens iron, end of quote. That's right. There you go. That's good stuff. Hey, we'll talk a lot more with you, Praise, here in hour number two, along with Jadrian Taylor. He's going to be joining us uh, as we continue here at Border City Alehouse. Uh, his final r- uh, round with us here for Shake and Bake. We're, t- we're going to talk life. We're going to talk a little football. We'll, we'll talk everything. We'll talk some more World Cup, and especially if people want to call in on the show and talk World Cup with us, uh, they could definitely do so. 915-505-6009. Again, a really busy NFL weekend that we experienced. Uh, how about that uh, Sunday night game between the Giants and the Commanders before we go to break? Uh, the Commanders had multiple opportunities in a goal line situation, and it was a Terry McLaurin, um, I guess it was like a legal man in, in formation, a legal formation or something along the those line and he ended up being called and penalized when Robinson rushed for another touchdown uh, negating that one thus giving the the Giants a much needed victory putting them ahead of the commanders in this overall standings and uh, Danny Dimes the New York Giants they they still survive I really you know what when I was watching that game 
last night. I was just more impressed with Kayvon Thibodeau, the first-round overall uh, pass rusher from Oregon. I was so impressed by him uh, more than anybody else on the field. He, the rookie sensation pass rusher uh, really did a number to that Washington offensive front, and it felt like the commanders, and especially quarterback Taylor Heineke, could never really get comfortable in that game. And uh, you got to give a lot of credit to that defense from the Giants. Do I think they're going to be a, a contender? Do I think they're going to go deep in the playoffs? Do I think they're going to actually be a threat to teams? No, that that's just where I'm at. Uh, the Giants have not proven to me that they uh, that I I need to take them as seriously as I do other teams. But then again, in the NFC. It's just the, the 49ers and the Eagles. That's what it really feels like right now, at least where it stands here uh, in, in mid-December on December 19th. Hey, we're just getting uh, our number two right around the corner here. Uh, Jadrian Taylor, praise Amele, UTEP football in the building. Come join us for Monday Night Football. We've got great prizes coming up as well. Just join, uh, just come over to the El Paso's east side, and it's 1506 Lee Trevino, where we're at here at Border City Alehouse. We'll come back for hour number two. Coming up next, the Cowboys update right here on 600 ESPN El Paso. All right, hour number two is here. Sports Talk is live. Border City Alehouse, 1506 Lee Trevino. Come join us. It's Monday Night Football coming up. Rams, Packers, it's right around the corner. 6.15 kickoff. We'll be here till 7, and we'll be here till halftime. Give it away great prizes out at Border City Alehouse. It's on El Paso's east side. It's, it's so much fun to be out here. They've got pool. They've got uh, all these great holiday lights all around. And they've got excellent drink specials for you if you join us for Monday Night Football. How about $3, $4, and $5 pints? They've got $4 Fireball going on right now, along with $5 Jack and Jack flavors. Border City Alehouse wants to remind everybody that they're open Christmas Eve till the end of the Cowboys and Eagles game. Oh, man, that's going to be an excellent game coming up Saturday. Can you imagine uh, your opening presents? You're getting ready Christmas Eve, and you're watching the Cowboys and Eagles. I mean, this is going to be so exciting. And you can party and celebrate here at Border City Alehouse, 1506 Lee Trevino. They're also open Christmas Day as well in the evening. And uh, they, they um, are located on El Paso's east side again at 1506 Lee Trevino. And we've got some great prizes out here as well. We've got the uh, Don Haskins, the West Star Bank Don Haskins Invitational that's coming up this week. UTEP taking on North Carolina A&T. We've got tickets to that game on Wednesday. We also have tickets to the championship and the consolation game on Thursday. And uh, that is here at Border City Alehouse along with Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl tickets. Man, people are really fired up about UCLA and Pitt coming to El Paso on Friday, December 30th. We're giving away tickets out here. All you have to do is come out, register with us here at our booth. It's 1506 Lee Trevino with us at Sports Talk as we continue on the show. We also have Relax Urban Axe Throwing Passes. We have passes from Kick Social, one of our great sponsors as well, out at 800 Montana. And Kick Social and Relax, perfect places for holiday parties or uh, just for holiday get-togethers when it comes to weekends. We also have some golf from Horizon Golf Course, uh, and you can come out, Border City Alehouse, and join us here as Sports Talk continues. Uh, Shake and Bake, they're in the house. They're excited. They're, they're getting ready to um, wrap things up with us here on the show. And the sad thing about this is this might be the last like official time we have both you guys together. We might have maybe 
one of you guys on Zoom, Jadrian, maybe from uh, L.A. At when he's finishing a Rams game or something <laughs> like that. Maybe uh, Praise over here. He, he could be in, in our studios hosting along with us here on the show. Um, but this might be one of the last times that we get a chance to do this. So it'll be a lot of fun. Praise Amayule, Jadrian Taylor hanging out with us at Border City Alehouse as we get things started here in hour number two. Also, we have Chema, Utep Zay, Angel Munoz back at our Lubingo Oil Changer Studios. Guys, thanks for holding it down back at our studios uh hey um i actually want to bring back zay on the show and ask you a little bit more about that basketball game over the weekend zay you got a chance to watch utep versus la tech over the weekend out at the don haskins center the men's basketball team getting their first victory of conference usa action uh your thoughts on uh saturday's matchup well it was a very good you know defensive game it was low scoring exactly how utep would have wanted it I think UTEP controlled this game throughout, especially in the second half. They pulled away, and um, you know, despite the free throws, they played an all-around good game. They showed that they could shoot the ball pretty well. I like what I saw out of Calvin Solomon this game. He had a nasty ankle breaker. It really hyped the fans up. The fans were pretty loud this game, and uh, it was just a fun way to kick off conference play. You know, it was one of those games where the Miners absolutely needed it. They just had come off a loss to DePaul. They came off the loss to New Mexico State, and they needed to win to, to get things started in conference play. So as you look at this week, Zay, I know it's so easy for us to overlook Wednesday's matchup, but it's hard not to look forward to who UTEP could be playing Thursday between Kent State and New Mexico State, right? Well, yeah, yeah. You don't want to overlook NTA and T. They're a very good team, but... You know, you, you expect UTEP to win that game and have a chance at a quad two win, which would be crazy huge for this team. You know, whether it's a very good Kent State team, you know, who's unanimously a top 10 mid-major, or New Mexico State, their rival, who just went to the NCAA tournament. So whoever it is, you know, you hope that UTEP can um, go out there and compete at home on their own floor and get bring home the Stumble Invitational. Yeah, you're you're 100 percent right. Hey, good stuff, Zay. I appreciate it, man. Let's uh, let's welcome on Shake and Bake onto the program right now as we get things going uh, here in hour number two. Uh, if you'd like to weigh in on the show, give us a call nine one five five zero five six zero zero nine. That's our telephone number to get into the program uh, and. Uh, Shoot us a tweet, 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter. We're also over there on Twitter as well as we get going here in hour number two. Shake and Bake, back on the program. Jadrian Taylor, praise Mayule following another season with UTEP football. Jadrian announced yesterday that he has been he is declaring for the NFL draft. Jadrian sure. Taylor is coming off a of first-team all-conference selection from Conference USA. Gentlemen, welcome back to the show. What's going on? What's up, what's up, man? Glad to be back. You know I'm always down to come come uh, mess with Adrian, Yes, man. sir. Good Shout guy. Boy, AB, Good man. guy. <laughs> great guy. It's great to be with both of you guys. It's great to talk to you both uh, after the season. And, and just talk live. Just get excited about what's what's coming up here in the offseason. Jadrian, you made the announcement yesterday. Tell us a little bit about um, the the announcement. Tell us about the excitement of heading into the offseason, getting ready to go professional. Yeah, so basically I'm just, you know, um, getting ready to go train for my pro day and everything, which is going to be, very exciting for me because I'm going to surprise a lot of people with my 40 times and everything. People don't know what's up with my speed, for real. So Except praise. Praise, you know, you know what I mean? But not too many people know about the speed, for real. So I'm going to show – I'm going to shock the world. Well, that's, I mean, that's a really exciting thing. So this, is a, this was an interesting season where you guys finished off 5-7 and seven on the year. But, Jadrian, you had an outstanding year. You led Conference USA in sacks, and you're coming off a of first-team selection. What, what was this year like for you? It was basically like – Last year was like my coming out party, you know, 
and this shit was like me finishing it off, you know what I mean? I don't never start something and not finish it, so I made sure this season I kind of like solidified that I was, you know, going to be a great player in this conference, and I'm, a, and I'm ready to go to the next level. Most definitely. Well, uh, welcoming back Praise Amele on the show. Praise, you got a chance to watch uh, your counterpart, Shake and Bake, over Hell here. Yeah, uh, you know, do what he did this season. Yes, what, what was this season like? Uh, it was definitely like a highlight reel every game, you know, for me. I'm like, man, this guy's killing it, you know. And <laughs> you feel me? He did it, bro. And then he did the Cristiano Ronaldo in front of the whole fans. <laughs> that, that, that topped it off, you know. Yeah. He, I knew he was locked in out of that. I, I told him, I was like, I remember telling him in practice, I was like, hey, bro. Wait, wait, wait. I, I need an explanation here. What's the Christi- – uh, for our listeners who you don't know. You know the, in, bro? The, <laughs> y'all, for y'all, our, y'all for our listeners. Y'all see Ronaldo play, man. Every Come time, on, he, Every time he make a goal or something, he going to run up, jump up, and do like the little – Shoot! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stop I almost playing, blew my knee out doing it, but you know what I mean? But yes, it was a good time, yeah, man. Yeah, after, man. After I just dropped – and then, you know, I put it on the highlight and everything. You Ooh, see how the flash is. That was hard, bro. But – you know, the, once this highlight job, I knew it was going to get, like, a lot yeah, of attention and everything. Hard, so, yeah, yeah. I, I got you. Jadrian, you got a chance to watch the World Cup yesterday. Argentina winning in penalties yesterday. How about yeah. that? Uh, just so- soccer is so exciting, especially when it's something like that on the, on the penalties. Like, Yeah. I never really watched a soccer game full through, but I like to play FIFA. So, okay, okay. So, like, I get the same excitement from FIFA. And yesterday's game, I mean, talk about excitement. I mean, we're, we're watching one of the best games ever in Most Argentina definitely. pulling it off. Most definitely. That's definitely one of the best games. They'll go to highlights. You see the highlights everywhere. Yeah, they're showing the highlights still. It's yeah. more, they're showing the game live. It's yeah. for all the people who missed it yesterday. Yeah, great so, game, man. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Jadrian, uh, your, your thoughts on your Detroit Lions. You're a, you're a well-known Detroit Lions fan, and uh, the Detroit Lions are celebrating a big victory over the New York Jets. Man, and we just beat the Vikings, man. Number one, that's number one like, um, division, too. I told people before the season started, they, th- they said I was crazy. They said I said, the Lions going to win seven-plus games this year. Because I seen how good they played last year. They were just losing by one, two, yeah. maybe one touchdown. So I seen how they were playing. I, don't know, I already knew. How, they're kind of like us, honestly. Okay. It's kind of like us. So I saw a little bit of us and them. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So I thing. said, man, I see, I see what's going on, man. I see what's going on, man. So, all right, let me ask you this. So, Detroit Lions, this is my problem, is when it's fourth and, and 16 at your own 20 and you're doing the fake punt, that's where I'm getting worried. Hey, they're aggressive. They are aggressive, okay? Okay, so when, when you're playing in a, in a game, you like being aggressive. Yeah. You're, you're okay. As a defensive player, you're okay if your coach goes for it on their own 30. If it, if it's, if it if means – def- uh, If our defense can hold up, if I trust, like, we trust our defense, go for it. I'm playing Madden out there. He playing Madden. He out there playing a video game because on 4th and 16, I'm going for it too. I'm going for it. I can't, man. I, I watch these games, and I get so frustrated watching coaches do these decisions. You know, in the Vikings game, they're down 33 nothing at the half, mm-hmm. and they're going for it on a, on a fake punt that is failed, and Indy gets it right back, and they score right away. Yeah, you're, you're definitely right about that. It's definitely a uh, hit or miss, like, you either gonna be a hero or a zero in that situation. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. And in that situation, he just happened to be a zero. But in we, the quote, but we still, <laughs> but we still, but we still won. We came out with the dub, so it don't even matter. Yep. Praise uh, your thoughts. What What do you do in this situation? Yeah, like Camel said, man, it's playing Madden out there, bro. It's video game, you know what I'm saying? Got to go for it, man. Got to go gotta for be it. A hero or zero, man. Yeah. You're You're going for it too. You're okay with it? Oh me. 
Especially if we got good yeah. defense. Got faith in my guys, man. Yeah. What about you, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Those yeah. boys, bro. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. I really like the line. I like I like James Houston, man. That's one of my favorite players right now. Man. Okay. Shout out James he, Houston, he, man. He a, he a rookie, but he on the spot for real. And Who we, is he? He a outside linebacker. He played like he played exactly what I play, kind of. Okay. Like he plays like a rush uh, outside linebacker. Okay. I like I like his game right now, man. He played he played five games so far. Got four sacks. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. You you just mentioned it and you alluded to it. Outside linebacker, making a transition from where you are right now, what the position you play right now, to that kind of position. What what's that transition look like? Honestly, to me, it's gonna be easy because you know um, in this defense that we ran, I was kind of like an outside linebacker. I was standing up most of the game, yeah, if not all game. So with me standing up the whole game and me in coverage a lot, like I had like at least fifty coverage snaps the whole the whole year. So that's pretty good. I mean. Yeah, definitely. So with me doing that, I feel like it's gonna be an easy transition. You know what I mean? Because basically, I'm just gonna he, I'm gonna be basically rushing the passer most of the game. He's the same. So he's smaller than me. It's kind of like the Parsons role, right? Like yeah. the Micah Parsons type of role. Yeah. And we've seen him inserted from Penn State. Now the interesting part about Parsons was out of out of college, they thought, well, he could kind of be that hybrid linebacker, but he's rushing the passer, rushing the passer a good percent yeah. of the time when yeah. you watch him. Yeah, that's that's the, pretty much the most important thing on the. Besides the stopping the run on the D line, it's pass rushing. You know what I mean? So that's very when you can affect the pass passer with these great quarterbacks we got now. Affecting them is going to be the only way you're going to win. Oh yeah. If you I'm ain't getting if you ain't getting no pressure on Pat Mahomes, he's going to throw it. Uh, uh, he's going to have, have a thousand yards on you. <laughs> No, and, and actually, it's interesting you say that because this weekend I was thinking to myself, I, I was watching Zach Wilson, and when you're watching that game with the Lions, the thing that they did so well was apply pressure to him. They, yeah. they understood if you're a quarterback in the NFL, it seems like nowadays, you have to be able to deal with that pressure, even yeah. if it's just that one player that you're reading against. Mm-hmm. And, and defenses nowadays are sending the house more than ever, and it's yeah. exposing some of these quarterbacks mm-hmm. quicker than ever. That's for two reasons. I feel like we got – a whole bunch of good man-to-man corners now, and League, yeah. and good schemes, good schemes like that. So you can rush the passer and have one-on-one with a lot of your receivers. Even 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 with great receivers, I see lock. I see a lot of a lot of times like Keep Jamar Chase, Devontae Adams. Of course, of course, they're gonna win most of those battles. But if you if you don't. If you have pressure on him, he ain't gonna be able to throw a good ball to him. So, so explain this. Explain this to me because everybody wants to trash on the corner right away. Oh, he he blew the coverage and stuff. Mm-hmm. Why is it so hard? Why why is it so difficult to shut down somebody like the that? The reason it's so hard because the receiver know where he's going, the quarterback know where the receiver going, but you gotta not you can't guess. You gotta basically follow him. So with him knowing he knowing where he's going and everything, it's gonna be easier for him to like, get open. And plus, and plus, especially in the NFL, it's about timing. Like let's say um, they run an out route or something. Like soon as he get out his break like this, he's he's about to throw the ball. So you have no time to right. uh, to break to make a play on the ball. So that just it's just a difficult position. I feel like it's probably besides quarterback the most difficult position. Hey, we're just getting started here in hour number two on Sports Talk. We've got Shake and Bake in the house, Border City Ale House, 1506 Lee Trevino. Come join us. We've got great drink specials, $3, $4, $5 pints, $4 fireball, and $5 jack. Join us out here on El Paso's east side. We're getting ready for Monday Night Football. Rams, Packers coming right up. More Shake and Bake, more Sports Talk on the way. But first, let's get out to Charlie One with another traffic update. 
All right, welcome back. Sports Talk is live at Border City Ale House, 1506 Lee Trevino. Come join us on El Paso's east side. Win some Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl tickets. Pitt going up against UCLA. Oh, it's going to be an excellent matchup coming up here uh, next weekend. That's Friday, December 30th out at the Sun Bowl. It's a high noon kickoff. You could also win some UTEP basketball tickets, uh, some passes out to relax and to kick social, along with some golf to Horizon Golf. All you have to do is just join us. 1506 Lee Trevino. We're getting everybody ready for Monday Night Football. Coming up here, about 45 minutes away from kickoff between the Packers and uh, the Rams. Hey, guys, uh, thanks for joining us here. Shake and Bake back with us here. Um, you all, you all are coming off a season here uh, for UTEP, and um, it, you tell me what's the off season like for you both. Uh, Jadrian getting ready for the pros. D- hey, praise every day you're getting ready for the pros when Always, you're here in, in college football. Mm-hmm. They say stay ready so you don't gotta get ready. Facts, you know facts, so you facts. Gotta, gotta, I gotta be on the grind. Yeah. It's a grind, bro. It's 24 hours. You know? Yeah. At first, I was like during the off season, I was like, you know, sad because we lost. And everything, and I, and I and I was one and a half sacks from breaking a record, right? So, Single season record, yeah. So, you know that really messed with me. But like, you just gotta put your head down, and get ready to work again. You know that's how life is, especially in football, man. Mm-hmm. So, and I, at first, at first, I wasn't getting like the um, the recognition I was. I felt like I deserved and everything. So, me going through that, I was in my head about that. But like. Everything worked out for the best, though. So you uh, you experienced ups and downs this senior year, no doubt, because you set goals for yourself where you wanted to get, and and even though you didn't get those goals, you still were recognized to the highest levels of the conference, which had to have, had to have felt felt great going into this process where you're having to get ready to become an NFL player and play professionally. Most definitely, I feel like this is my probably my best season in my career. So uh, even though it wasn't like what I wanted, because I thought I was gonna. You know, break the record and everything. It's still like a great season, and I just got to take. I can't take that for granted, you know, because it's hard to have a good season. And, you know, we had a hard, even though our conference slept on, we got a hard conference, you know. So, yeah, yeah, I get you. Praise. Now you tell me for your off season yourself, it's all about getting ready for next year as well, right? Yes, sir. Just a lot like JJ next said. up, next up, oh, man. Man, man. You gotta, just, you know, up. what I'm saying, just gotta just keep training, man. Like you said, it's, it's a grind. And like he said, football is definitely, like, you know, at the end of the day, it's going to be a winner and a loser. And it's, like I said, it sucks to lose, man. Like I said, that last game really hurt us. You know, one more away from being bowl eligible, giving him a chance to break the record, you know. But And we would have been Hawaii. You feel me, man? You know, we would have been I Hawaii know. right now, We would have been Hawaii, man, S- with the some hula. Pina colada, you know what I'm Getting saying? laid. Not yeah, like yeah. laid, but like laid. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you guys Getting laid hilarious. and laid. <laughs> no, not me. You guys are hilarious. <laughs> you, you guys are hilarious. So, so like, yeah, yeah, laid. Yeah, and <laughs> This, uh, Lays, chips. So, so what you guys are, are saying right here, and, and it's been made public, other people have reported on this, that if you guys had beat uh, UTSA, you all ha- would have played in the Hawaii Bowl. But just being to a bowl game I know is so important in college yeah, football. Bowl, yeah, any bowl. And, and, that's, and that's the frustrating part, I'm sure, as, as a player, is you go for this uh, overall goal and you try to get to that point. You've been through a bowl game. You've been through a bowl game. Both of you guys have done it before. Praise, does that make you kind of hungrier to come back next year? At what you know, at, at some degree, just for your personal goal, just to come back to a bowl, uh, to try to go go to a bowl game. Oh yeah, most definitely. Like you said, you've been there before. You know what it feels like. So you know, you know what it takes to get there. So you know, the the blueprint is already set. You just gotta go get it. You know. Yeah, exactly. 
So, and, and I mean, for your off-season praise, it's also about seeing the newcomers and trying to see how you could gel with those guys as well. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, the locker room chemistry is, is a big deal, you know. Yep, yep. I'm ready to see how y'all jerseys is going to look and everything. You know what I'm saying? Big Adidas, you know, the, big, big Adidas. Utah, Adidas. Yeah. Hey, I, I'm gonna, I'll be honest Shut with you guys. Shut up, my boy Seiko. You know I, just saw, I just saw uh, the Southern Miss jerseys. They're Adidas, and those, those are not bad. Yeah. Those are not bad. I, I have some Adidas jerseys in uh, Kilgore. I like them. Me personally. Okay. And the clicks, too. I like them. So you like the transition? Praise? You get, you, it'll take some adjusting, but it'll yeah. get, we'll get there, right? You'll get used to it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm not a big Drake guy, you know, so you know, <laughs> Drake is like checks of his stripes. No, no, no. No, yeah. You, you'll ride with Aaron Jones. I'm a big Aaron Jones. guy, you know, a big Kanye, you know what I'm saying? Well, Aaron Jones as well. So with Aaron Jones, you get a chance to see that street three-striped life. Yeah, there you go. Sure. Okay, all right. Well, we're hanging out, shake and bake out here, 1506 Lee Trevino, Border City Ale House. We're getting everybody ready for Monday Night Football. You guys watch football outside of football? That might be a weird question, but I, I just want you to answer it honestly. Yeah. Um, it's tough because you guys live and breathe it. Do you yeah. also watch it as well? So for a long time I did not. Like with me being like a gamer and stuff, I didn't start watching football so I was like – So like game, like video game, Video games. Yeah, yeah, I used to be like on – whenever in my free time I was just on the game, I would never be watching the game besides the Super Bowl maybe. Sure. But like when I came, when I got in college, I started watching it way more, you know, started paying attention way more because it started – I started seeing like different moves or different things I can see. Like I just – and football, like my love for football like kind of matured, you know what I mean? It, it, it became off the field too, like so – Sure. So, yeah, I like to watch it now, most definitely. Mm -hmm. Praise, what about you? Um, I could say at that point, I don't watch that football like that much. Like, whenever it's live, I'm more of a highlight guy. Like guy you know? Yeah. But you still consume football. Yeah. That, yeah. That's the well, difference. Well, because we, you and I have a lot of conversations about yeah, football. Yeah, It's just the time, you know, a lot of games. And then all the NFL channel, like, you got to pay for them, you know. I don't. I, I get you. Hey, yeah. that's very true. Yeah. It's the ex the accessibility to watch yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, as far as as far as these two teams right here, it's interesting, right? Because we've got on one hand uh, the Rams, who have definitely been a disappointment all year. But you look at the Packers; they still want to try to salvage the season they've had. How uh, I, I'm sure you guys get asked this a lot, but how is it going to a school like UTEP, knowing that Aaron Jones walked through these halls not too long ago and is now playing at at all pro caliber level like yeah. it, that that must be fueling to you all knowing that that could be a, a an achievable place to be at some point it's definitely motivating for sure like um with him being like the most probably the big one of the biggest to come out of utah and it being recent like i feel like um our team is better than their team was so more people can get drafted for sure so oh like, yeah so that is definitely motivating to see that. Praise you. I mean, you're somebody who's pretty well known in this area by a lot of people, by a lot of fans. I mean, uh, you you've created a name for yourself here in El Paso. You tell me what what's it like having that Aaron Jones effect? Most definitely motivating, like Camo said earlier. You know, like just to know that he came. You know, because it doesn't matter where you are. You know, people think to go to the league, you gotta be at a, you gotta be at a, at a big school, man. But now, nah, bro, if you're good, you know, come find you, man. And then yeah. the scouts. Yeah. They watched the film. They came and get Aaron Jones, and now he's balling. You know, a top back in the in the in the, in the, in the league. You know that guys will kill to get in. You know, so shout out my boy Aaron. You know, doing his thing. You know, shout out to Aaron. You feel for me? Sure. So, but he definitely it definitely is motivating for guys like us. You know, because we know we know what what the grind is. You know, like you know what grind it takes for us to get there from a small school. So it's definitely motivating. You know, it's interesting. Aaron didn't necessarily Aaron. Uh, 
hasn't come back. Um, he didn't come back for a game this year, but he came back to games last uh, last year, the previous year, and it just feels like every time he's on the sidelines, he's not closed off. He's, like, out trying to talk to every player that yeah. he can actually speak to. You know why? Because Aaron's cool and he's not a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> well, but that's actually really cool, man. Yeah. I mean, isn't that isn't that a pretty cool? Most isn't definitely. that a good thing yeah. to have a genuine guy who's representing? Exactly, you? most man. definitely, most definitely. And, and like, it's a lot of guys like that from Utah, like Quentin Dempse. I feel like he's definitely yeah, it's a great know, name. Came and helped oh, the community, and he's always you know outgoing and and willing to help Utah Utah players. So. Shout out Quentin, man. Shout out, so, shout out to my boy. Shout out to the Dem Foundation. Man. Shout out to the Dem Foundation. Shout out my boys, sure. man. All our X minus, man. X Moneros, you know. Yeah, it's really cool that you know guys like Quentin Dems want to go come back and give back to El Paso. Uh, guys like you know uh, Aaron Jones want to come back and give to El Paso. That, that, that's an interesting thought. I mean, it's interesting because. Quinton wasn't necessarily from El Paso. He was actually a San Antonio guy, but he felt like El Paso made him. Do you all feel like at, at any point in your life, if you ever made it to that level, you could you could see yourself coming back to El Paso at any point? Definitely, definitely. Especially to come back and host camps and stuff too. Like I feel like that really helps some people. Like I really inspire some people in doing that. And I, you, you have experience doing that here in El Paso. Most definitely, and I and I love doing it. Like I still talk to the kids to, to this day. You know. They really uh, was touched by that by that moment, you know, just to be out there and really learn real technique and everything. Because, you know, the football in El Paso type of kind of spread out, so it's not like it's so like iffy, iffy. You know what I mean? It's a couple good schools for sure, but like it could be better. No, I, I get that. In yeah. fact, we just saw this past weekend the high school all-star game, which was really good for a lot of local kids here in El Paso to be seen by, you know, other colleges. Yeah. Did you guys have anything like that growing up, like high school showcases, high school all-star games? Did you guys have anything like that? No, I mean, no. Nah, you were didn't. from Lufkin. Yeah. You're from Katy. Praise. No no high school all-star games over there? I know. We did. We did. Oh, you guys had some. Yeah, see, yeah. that's the, that's the Houston. That's the big oh, okay. stuff. We yeah. need Texas with it, you know what I mean? Wherever school you play at, that's where you're going to play it. That's all, that's it. No. That's all okay. there is to it. And literally, we had a little All Star team. That's it. That's it. You guys were the All Star team. You were the you were the school. Yeah. What about you? What about you, Praise? Did you play in it? Uh nah, nah. Oh, come on, Praise. What happened? I was busy with family. You know, I'm a big family okay, guy. Okay, I got it. Know. I understand. Big on commitment. family, bro. Yeah, Man. so you had a commitment. That's Man. understandable. So, uh, but but is it taken seriously? I mean that. What I was trying to get at here is El Paso High School is uh, at the at that high school all star game. That's a big achievement. I mean, we're just talking about Aaron Jones. He was a high school football all star here with the Greater El Paso Football Showcase, and you guys putting up camps for different kids here in El Paso. That you understand kind of the grind for what what these guys need to do. Is it at that kind of level? Do people um, take it that seriously out there, at Katie? I feel like any recognition, extra recognition, you're gonna get. It's gonna be useful and you oh, yeah. review in the college, you know, college. So just like me, I'm trying to get into senior bowls and everything. I mean, it's like they look at all that stuff. You know, if you get invited to a senior bowl and how you gonna play against other people out of outside of your conference, outside of your uh, who you play against. You know, so they looking at all that to see like how talented you are, go against other skill levels that that's supposed to be up there with you. So yeah. I think it definitely matter. 
Yeah, okay, okay. Uh, Jadrian, when it, when it comes to... Now, now you bring up some really interesting points. Because, when, well, I, I want to shift gears. Let's talk mm-hmm. a little bit more about this past season with you guys uh, and UTEP football. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, the season was what it was. And we understand at this point where, you know, you guys wrapped up 5-7 and seven overall. But, Jadrian, for you personally, what was the highlight of this year? Was it the 100-yard touchdown? Because le- I, I just want to get into this right here, now reflecting back. On uh, on your college career, highlight of the year. Let me see. Hmm. The hundred yard touchdown has to be it. Come on. Yeah, most definitely. De- that's definitely the thing six. Yeah, the <laughs> the thing six definitely won. Definitely uh, won. Definitely. What was your vantage point for that play, Praise? Oh, uh, for the thick six? Yes. Tell us the whole. Tell us the whole play in your eyes. I, I was just glad that he sold it all the way, man. Because like we've always coached that, you know, we've always been told that make the ref, man, make the call, make the you call, know. Because yeah. it was such a such a crazy play, you know, like on the goal line on the offense, you know, on the goal line, the mindset for a defense is like ah, just gonna give up right and quit, you know. Yeah. Offense is like oh yeah, we're right here, you know, they're looking their fingers. So for that to happen, like for us to just be like it's a defense. To just you know boss up and just actually go out there and make a stop mm-hmm. and get the ball and for Jadrian to have that IQ to be like okay like I'm about to take this all the way to the crib you know that was just amazing on his part you know so just that help. had to be like yeah, the, the, the um, longest touchdown in UTEP history yeah man <laughs> <laughs> it had to be hey, got can, to they, be, can they write bro. that down hey, in the please. book please put that in the book but who do we call to get that done bro? yeah we gotta get that done, <laughs> get that done no change what that. was your vantage point from that play praise like, what you saw. Like, what, what did I, you what see? I, yeah, like take walk us through that play because it was like a goal line stand. Yeah, they were they were approaching the goal line. They were going to score. Exactly. And what happened? What in your eyes? Do, do you just not remember nah, what happened? No, nah, I remember what happened. I just remember because, like, like I said, <laughs> it was right there. So it was like either the refs were going to say he scored and the ball didn't come out. Or like it was like a, you know, or they were just going to because it was it was just like a weird call itself. You know, for the ball to be loose. Yeah. And then they were like, did he break the plan? And then yeah. for just for Jaden to pick it up and just to keep going, because some guys would have been like, okay, like they would have just stopped there and like wait for the rest. So for him to keep doing that, you know, yeah, it, it was very good. You know, Most so, definitely, my yeah. my from my point of view, it was weird. Okay, because I'm, <laughs> I'm down, so I, I get a down box. So yeah. I'm like, supposed to squeeze. Then somebody come boom me up yeah. the side. Like I was like, oh whoa, I, I think I got, I think I got a minus on that play. <laughs> Wally, I got bro. washed out because I wasn't supposed to be there. Like I'm surfing and then this dude come blindside me, so I'm down the line, like like in the backfield kind of. I ain't gonna lie, I got I got washed. So then the ball come out. I say, oh, I'm gonna make up for it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna make up for it right here. It's cool, but I knew nobody was gonna catch me. So yeah. I knew right then it was it was touchdown. I, I just had to run about 40 yards and then I could slow down. When did it get tiring? I ain't gonna lie, 40 yards like the. <laughs> 40 yard line. I said, no, really 30. Really 30. I was tired because you got to think how, to, how long it took yes. for me to get into that situation. So I'm already tired. Then I had to run 100 yards. But, you know, we practice stuff like that, you know, play shot, drive. Shot, you know go shot, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, shot. Shout out to shot, man. Shot, Body by shot, shot, man. Body by shot. Stop Body playing with shot. that boy, man. So, and the, the first thing Coach shot. Coach told me on the sideline, he he said, good job. He said, man, that's because you passed that shuttle test. Because you passed that shuttle test. <laughs> <laughs> okay, shuttle test this year. I'm like, man. Oh, man, you didn't even get the props. No, no, no. Hey, Coach Shaw locked in. Okay, now watching the highlights back, Jadrian. Okay, and, and for those who are listening who have no clue what we're talking about, Jadrian Taylor had a 100-yard uh, fumble recovery for a touchdown this year, which was his uh, only career touchdown. Is that correct? Most definitely. Yeah. Only career touchdown. And, and record-breaking. Uh, and, and, uh, yeah, a record 
game-breaking touchdown. And for those that don't don't remember or who didn't see it, when you watch the highlight back, what what are your thoughts? Like, you know, it, it was a it's actually a really good highlight, yeah, you know, objectively. I when I look back, I'm like, man, I'm running fast when I, when I got out of there. I was running like fast. I, you see uh, Dennis Barnes and Tyrese Knight trying to catch me. I'm like burning them. So it's like I, I know I got that speed for real. So like. It was just, I, you can see at the end, I didn't even set a break, though. Like, yeah. I, I didn't know it was a touchdown or something. Like, man, yeah. let, me, let me make sure. Bro, That's what bro, I'm saying. Like, <laughs> waste my energy even more. <laughs> oh, God. And the whole time it was a touchdown. Damn, I'm like, I'll be so mad. So I was like, I'm like you see AJ trying to dap me up at the end of the highlight. I'm just like, hold on, bro. Hold on. Yeah, like, I I'm waiting for the yeah. I left him hanging. Call. Shout out to AJ, man. I left you hanging. I'm sorry, sorry bro. AJ, man. AJ <laughs> Island, man. Oh, man. Hey, uh, come join us. It's Shake and Bake out here, 1506 Lee Trevino, Border City Alehouse. We're hanging out. We're getting everybody ready for Monday Night Football. We're talking college stories. We're talking about life. We're, we're talking everything here. Come join us. Shoot a tweet to us. We'll read questions on the air for Praise and Jadrian. If you have any <laughs> questions on the show, feel free to do so as well as we continue. We're going to take a time out right now. When we come back, more phone calls, more Shake and Bake, more tweets as Sports Talk continues here on 600 ESPN El Paso. Welcome back to Sports Talk, Border City Alehouse, 1506 Lee Trevino. and Taylor, Praise and Mayule taking a little break. They're going to be uh, joining us in hour number three here to finish up the show. Shake and Bake joining us, UTEP Football. Um, Adrian Broadus along with Chema, UTEP Zay, Angel Munoz back at our studios right now. They're holding it down. They're screening phone calls. They're producing the show, getting everybody ready for Monday Night Football with us here at Border City Alehouse, 1506 Lee Trevino. If you don't have plans tonight, come join us. Uh, the holiday atmosphere is here. It's Packers-Rams tonight, which should be a great matchup. And that one kicks off here in 30 minutes at Border City Alehouse. UTEP beat La Tech this weekend 60-55 to in men's college basketball. Uh, the women also won this weekend 62-54 over La Tech as well. Jazzy and Jackson led the way for the women's basketball team yesterday with 17 points uh, to lead the minors. Uh, a significant win for Kevin Baker, significant win for the women's basketball team, and uh, both men's and women's basketball right now, they're, they're having some uh, good you know, success to start conference play, and that's all they needed uh, you know, in this early part of the Conference USA stretch. It's a long season. I was thinking about that over this weekend. we got 20 games of Conference USA action ahead of us, and uh, despite this little midweek shift, the uh, West Star Bank Don Haskins Sun Bowl Invitational, which tips off Wednesday, it's it's all Conference USA action for UTEP basketball for the rest of the stretch. They, they play uh, 20 games in CUSA all the way up to early March, and, uh, yeah, that, that's why this is an interesting weekend in itself, knowing this is how UTEP will wrap up non-conference play. Uh, 915 showcase over the weekend. Red Storm winning 44-37. Congrats to guys like Cade Little out of Coronado. He was the Red Storm MVP. Congrats to Bo Sparks, the Blue Thunder MVP. Uh, that was over the weekend as well, the high school football all-star game. Um, how about this storyline? Uh, is... Oh, oh, actually, this one. I want to also hit this storyline. We're, we're actually airing a bunch of different college football bowl games here 
for 600 ESPN El Paso. In fact, we're going to be ha- uh, having a ton of different ones that start tomorrow. We actually have ones that are going to kick off tomorrow, like the Boca Raton Bowl, Liberty versus Toledo. We will not have sports talk tomorrow, Tuesday, December 20th, because we'll be airing college football bowl action. And that's uh, brought to you by our great friends out at Palo Verde Homes and Wind Supply El Paso. So, um, yeah. Just uh, just some programming notes here on the show as we continue for Sports Talk. Our telephone number, 915-505-6009. we got Shake and Bake in the house. we got Monday Night Football on deck. We've got prizes that we have here at the Ale House as well. We're going to be giving away these prizes at halftime. So come down, register with us. It's free at Border City Ale House, 1506 Trevino on El Paso's east side. Also want to mention December 21st, early signing day for UTEP uh, football. And uh, that's something that a lot of people are going to be looking into. Tyrone McDuffie, the latest signee, he's out of the University of Colorado. Uh, or Actually, he was committed to the University of Colorado. And then he actually, um, his offer was rescinded. He later, uh, he got a bunch of different offers from the likes of Cal, the likes of UTEP. Um, you know, NMSU, and then he chose to stay in his hometown, El Paso. And, yeah, that's Tyrone McDuffie, the Parkland standout, who is uh, committed to UTEP, and he announced that today via social media. Let's go back to the phone lines right now. We'll welcome on Connor, who's joining us next on the phone lines. Connor, good evening. What's going on? Hey, Adrian. It's actually, it's actually oh, Conrad. Conrad. What's going on, Conrad? Yeah. Sorry about that. Hey, man. Uh, not in a good mood. Haven't been in a good mood since uh, yesterday, so i got to get some stuff off my chest. Con- Conrad, uh, like always, you have the floor. Go for it, my friend. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, uh, I'm going to give you a quote, and you tell me who you think said this, okay? Go for it. It was a hell of a game, but we were on the wrong side. Mike McCarthy. Who said that? Mike yeah, McCarthy. That idiot. That idiot can't coach a damn game to save his life. I mean, that guy, go back to where you came from in the barn or wherever it was where you were supposedly – Studying football, go back there. Yeah, you know, we're, uh, I'm, I'm done with you. I'm done with telling more. Third and ten, uh, trying to run off the clock, and you you call play for a thirty yard pass on third and third and ten, incomplete pass. Give oh. Jacksonville more time uh, to come back and, and and tie the game. I mean, it, it's just ridiculous. I mean, I, 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 you know, I'm telling you, I I I, I don't understand it. You know, twenty seven ten. You're up 27-10 in the third quarter, and you end up losing the game. You know, you know, and then you're making comments. It's a hell of a game. Yeah, against Jacksonville. What's going to happen if you've got to play a real team like Philadelphia? You know, I mean, it, this guy. I, I, I am just so tired of the excuses. I mean, seriously. Conrad, I'll ask you this. After last week's win against the Texans, where were you at with the Cowboys? Because, you know, the Cowboys the, these past two weeks, they showed me that, you know, hey, they can win some of these close games, but they also showed me they're very vulnerable right now. Yeah, I, I, I don't trust them. I mean, I, all i got to do is look at the history. You know, as long as Jerry Jones is, is calling the shot, you know, Mr., uh, you know, he, he, he black, he's blackmailing the NFL right now for $300 million to renovate his stadium. I don't understand why they don't, they don't just kick that guy out of the league, but uh, that's a, that's another story, you know. I mean, you you can't trust these guys. You can't trust them. You can't trust the coaching. You can't trust the players. Dak Dak is not an elite quarterback. You don't pay a guy like Dak three hundred million uh, contract. I'm sorry, the guy's inconsistent. Uh, you can't rely on him. You know, now he's an interception machine. You know, as far as I'm concerned, you take Dak, you take Zeke, who I've always defended Zeke, but you know what? Zeke's a bust. Okay. 
Uh, wow. Parsons in there, too. Parsons wasn't rushing anybody yesterday, and they weren't doing anything special uh, to take him out of the rush. He's too small to be a defensive end. You take Dak, you take Zeke, you take Parsons, put him in a package, trade him for somebody like Trevor Lawrence, and get him out of there. Let's blow it up. Oh Let's my get rid gosh. of everybody. Wow, blow it up from Conrad. Okay. Man, I'm I'm uh, I'm taking it back there, Conrad. This team is probably you know third, fourth best team in the NFC right now, which is wide open. It's already panic button right now after losing to the Jaguars from you. Uh, not panic. I, I never thought they were going to do anything. I never thought. Oh, okay. They were so you're win. never in to begin with. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I never thought that you can't trust these guys. They're they're not even going to win a playoff game. I'll tell you that. Wow. What if they're against the Bucks? You you still take the Bucks, who've been playing terribly over the past couple weeks? You would still take the Bucks over the Cowboys? Bucks in Tampa Bay, uh, 27-17. Uh, oh, man. All right, Conrad. Hey, I appreciate it, man. Thanks for thanks for the co- fo- phone call right now. Uh, Shake and Bake have rejoined us right here at, at, the, at the studio. Uh, you guys heard from Conrad right there, an upset Cowboy fan. Ooh-wee. That was tough, huh? That boy is pretty hot, man. You might want to, uh, you might want to choose another team, buddy. <laughs> they're not getting. What do you guys think about the Cowboys? Parsons. They're not getting rid of Michael Parsons. It's not happening. No, come on. Uh, no, that. But again, Cowboy fans are. I, I hear. I hear where Conrad's coming from because he's like a lot of other Cowboy fans. He's just tired of the same thing, and the same thing is being pitched this team that's possibly going to a Super Bowl, but yeah. never can achieve that mark. And and it's always a team that underdelivers. And I don't know why when they have so much talent, like they wanted to. I say top three most talented team in the NFL. Like, it's like spotlight on like, them. It's kind of like the Texas Longhorns thing, right? You yeah, know? a lot yeah. of spotlight on them. And I don't know if the star maybe. Uh, the star shines a spotlight that really players uh, have a tough time dealing with. I don't know. I don't know what it maybe, does. Maybe they, I don't know, maybe they fold in the pressure. I don't know. They look pretty good so far, but, you know. They, Their defense is great. Their defense is great, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Well, hey, we're going to come back. Hour number three, right around the corner, shake and bake in the house. Border City Alehouse, 1506 Lee Trevino. Come join us, uh, register for prizes, and get ready for Monday Night Football. It's kicking off soon. Packers and Rams right around the corner here on 600 ESPN El Paso. All right, welcome back. It is hour number three of Sports Talk. It's underway right here. I'm Adrian Bratis. I'm joined by Angel Munoz, Chema, and Utep Zay back at our Lubingo Oil Changers studios. They're holding it down back at the fort. Uh, guys, I'll start with you. All. I'll start with you, Chema, and then go to you, Zay. How's everything going back at the studios? Give me the report card back here. Um, I, I feel like we're doing good over here. I got a couple of calls in, so... Good, good. I, I feel like hour. I feel like uh, a lot of people are ready to talk Cowboys. I think Conrad got a lot of people fired up about that uh, comment he made in the last segment. So um, I, I completely understand why we've already got two calls to get to to start off this hour. Zay, give me your thoughts. You're a Cowboy fan. Uh, what were your thoughts yesterday as the Cowboys dropped that game in the in the end? I don't know. I I, I didn't even want to watch towards the end. I already knew it was going to happen. So you're you're like Conrad. You were just disappointed to begin with, out of the gate. You just weren't ready for this game. So I hear you, man. Hey, big game this weekend. Cowboys have the Eagles. Jalen Hurts, uh, his status is questionable. It's up in the air right now. Let's get to some calls. We got Shake and Bake in the house. Jadrian yes, Taylor, praise the uh, yes, Guys, we're gonna take some calls. Talking UTEP. Uh, excuse me, not UTEP football. Cowboys football. 
Yeah. 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 All right. Let's do it. Let's, let's go to. Whatever, let's do it. Let's let's uh, go to Abel next. Who wants to talk some Cowboys football? Our telephone number nine one five five zero five six zero zero nine. As we continue out here at Border City Alehouse. Abel. Good evening. What's going on? Hey, Adrian. How are you? Abel, we're hanging in. We're doing fine. Give us your thoughts on the Cowboy game yesterday. Um, I mean, sorry, but real quick, I just want to say Merry Christmas to you, Steve, and everyone there at the Ale House. Uh, Merry Christmas, everyone. Hey, appreciate and, uh, that. Hey, appreciate that, Abel. <laughs> but uh, I just want to give a big shout-out to my little brother. Go Jaguars, man. What a game. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a Jaguars. Oh, so you're a Jaguars fan. You're calling him <laughs> as a Jaguars fan. <laughs> flex. He flex. Nah, nah. Yeah, Adrian, Jags. come on. Adrian, Adrian, you know my team, man. You know my team. What do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, Abel, what's going on here? So you're giving your brother a, sh- a shout-out right now because the Jaguars yeah. won. Give us your thoughts yep. on yesterday's game. That that was insane. Have you ever seen anything like that? I mean, every single game, Adrian. I mean, they were crazy. Um, and, I mean, i, I got to throw this in there, too. Right? I mean, Packers fans tonight, enjoy your little win because we'll see you guys Christmas Day. The Dolphins are going to win that game. <laughs> Ah, oh, confident Abel about his his dolphins. All right, dolphins, Abel. Hey, I appreciate the phone call, Abel. Appreciate you weighing in on the show. Um, I, you know what? It's funny. We had Conrad calling in talking about the Cowboys and how he's in misery. We had uh, Abel calling in talking about the Jaguars and how he's fired up for his brother's team. And now, you know, I, I'm looking at this Cowboys schedule. I I still, even though I don't trust them necessarily, I'm not pushing the panic button. They're going to make the playoffs. They clinched the playoff spot already. I'm not pushing. The the panic button if I'm a Cowboy fan right now, but I would be worried about uh, some of the, uh, I guess, problems, maybe inconsistencies on offense. Let's move to Ruben next, who's joining us on the phone lines right now. Our telephone number, 915-505-6009. Ruben, good evening, my friend. What's going on? Uh, not too much. Hey, uh, <laughs> I couldn't help but laugh at your boy Conrad. You know, he wants to throw the, the baby out with the bathwater, man. I mean, come on. It's only one game. I know. You know? Not uh, even a divisional but, game. Yeah. You know, but the thing is, <clears throat> I can see where his frustration is because, uh, you know, you never really know what to expect from these Cowboys, you know. And, and you know that I'm a big Cowboy fan. And uh, to say that I was disappointed yesterday is an understatement. But, you know, life goes on. And uh, there's still a couple of games left. There's a big one coming up this Saturday. Um, you know, as always, you know, the Cowboys found a way to back into the playoffs thanks to the to the Deadskins, you know. And, and uh, But, you know, we got to go forward. I mean, and, and again, as corny as it may sound, I mean, I'd rather for them to lose a game now than uh, later on in the playoffs. I mean, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's very true. That's a good point. Hey, Ruben, two of your uh, good friends, Jadrian Taylor and Praise Amelie, are here. Do you have anything to say to these guys? What's up, Praise? What's up, JT? What's up, what's up, what's up, man? How you doing? How you doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm sitting here here at the airport in the parking lot uh, getting ready to go in there and uh, welcome this Kent State uh, basketball team that's coming in for the tournament this week. What was that? You heard that? Yeah. Uh, hey, Ruben, can you repeat? Uh, hey, uh, Ruben, can you repeat what you just said there? I'm sorry, we missed you. Uh, Ch- sure. our, uh, our board op was, was just saying something. Sure. I said that uh, I'm sitting here in the parking lot at the airport waiting for uh, Kent, uh, I guess it's Kent State, to come in for the basketball tournament this week. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice, nice. Adrian locked, and he's locked in his job. Ruben, Ruben always locked in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. I see you, you Gotta man. keep taking those pictures. Hey, I mean, Ruben. Hey, a, hey, Ruben. Um, um, one, one, one more thing. We have, we have to ask you. You're, you've been a What's fan that? of Jadrian, and you've seen him throughout his uh, time here at UTEP. Yesterday, he declared for the NFL. That's why he's joining us here at Border City Alehouse. Uh, just your thoughts as uh, Jadrian Taylor ends his UTEP career and heads over to uh, become a professional athlete. Well, you know, I mean, it goes without saying that I wish him the best, and uh, you know. Uh, He's, he's already shown that uh, he's a caliber of player that, that, that deserves a shot to play at the next level. And, uh, you know, I, I'm, 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 I'm confident that uh, he's going to find a home somewhere because he's a hell of a football player. He is. And uh, I guess the only thing I'll say to praise is, man, don't get any ideas. We'll start thinking about leaving, all right? <laughs> sure, Ruben. Appreciate it, Ruben. Appreciate you, hey, appreciate Ruben. the phone lot, call, man. Ruben. Hey, uh, really appreciate you weighing in on the show. If anybody wants okay. to follow up Ruben here on, on with us, our telephone number, 915-505-6009. Jadrian, getting some love from Ruben there. Yeah, love most it. definitely, man. Appreciate all the love, man. It means a lot for real, man. What is uh, what is this city meant to you personally? You know, I never really had any, like, um, Fans, I, I can say, like, I don't really have fans, like, in my city or anything. Most people, you know, they just always oh, play football. I mean, that's cool. Keep 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 your head on straight. But it's not really, like, like a really real love. And I feel like I got real love from the fans out here. So nice. it means a lot, man. Genuine love. Yeah. I like that. Hey, we're getting ready. It's uh, almost kickoff here, guys. Packers, Rams. I got to ask you guys predictions. I don't know. I don't know if you guys have a, a dog in the fight. Who do you guys have? Packers, Rams. We'll start with you, Praise. Hey, you know me, man. Brought my big Rams jacket. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Big St. St. Louis guy. You, you came in with a leather St. Louis Rams jacket. Yeah. You're ready to go. But we got a good group of Packers fans over here. Come on, man. Yeah, give me the Rams. I'm taking all of them, boys. Uh, man, oh, I, like, I like Aaron Jones, though. Shout yeah. out boy Aaron. Shout out Aaron but, uh, wait, wait, wait. wait. I, I can't have too many people going for the Rams tonight because uh, that that's a, like a double jinx right here. I'm hey, worried. Well, you know, uh, Matthew Stafford on that bench right now because he hurt, but I got to go for him. What I, got, about I want Baker? him to win. What about Baker? Hey, huh? Baker going to do his thing, man. I like what he did last game. I know everybody was excited about that, huh? Yeah, I mean, come on. Come at rallying back the way that he did. Have you ever seen yeah. something like that? Not from Baker. Not from Baker, that's for sure. <laughs> but, hey, I got faith in you, Baker. Go do it again, man. Guys, uh, off the field, you all you all do a lot of different things. You all have uh, you all are more than just athletes, and you guys do a lot of different things outside of football. One of the things that you all talk have talked about on this show that you all enjoy doing is cooking. Cooking, oddly man. enough, yeah. I'm you guys are are big food aficionados. Yeah, I'm yep, in the lab. Yep, yep. I'm in the lab for real. You know, I just made some uh, shrimp and chicken fried rice last night. You know what I mean? Okay, wait, wait. we we got to dial it back. So. Give me both your styles of cooking. Give me where, where your passion comes from cooking. So we'll start with you, JT. Uh, my style of cooking? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I say southern. Just okay, southern. Okay. Southern style, you know. So I like to make ribs and stuff or like um, pork chop. Like southern food, you know. And, and it always come out good. All, everything tender and seasoned like it's supposed to be. So you know? ribs? You've yeah. done some ribs before? Oh, my, my ribs are my number one choice. You know, that's what everybody wants. Wow. You know, whenever somebody wants me to cook, they want them to fall off the bone ribs. You know what I mean? Very tender, fall off the bone, very seasoned. You okay. I mean? Okay. 
What about Phrase, you, Phrase? I'm gonna, I'll swing it over to you. For me, your style I'll, and, and where, where, said, where's your inspiration coming said, from? For me, I really like corn. <laughs> <laughs> what's but your now, style? Um, mine would be, I'm more of a culture, you know, I'm more of a homebody, so my roots are Nigerian, you know, so. Yeah. For me, I got to tap into my roots, you know, mm-hmm. you know, some Tatala, some Black Panther, you know, to, to charge back up. That's so amazing. I got to charge yeah. back to my roots, you know. I love some Nigerian delicacies, you know. Okay, so, get, reel them off for us. Reel them uh, off. Some egusi soup. Okay. And some, and some fufu, you know, all that trend and during the summer, during COVID. Oh, but wait, wait pause real challenge. Just, just so you know, Paige has never gave me none of this. Hey, food. hey. I don't want to hear nothing about it. Hey, me neither. What would have you not to deserve some man. of this? I got my boy Jerry in the stance, man. Uh-huh. Hey, tip top, tip top shelf in the building. Gordon Ramsay ain't got none of my boy, man. Ooh, you, know, you so, cooking like that, boy? Yeah, boy. Shout my boy, man. You know, so I gotta have you know camel to the house. What, what's man. his uh, What's his go-to meal? Uh, egusi soup, man. Nigerian, you know, we're Nigerian boys. What does it taste like? Tastes like heaven. It's like deliciousness, Ooh. you know. It's, I, I would I say want a piece of heaven. We need dinner yeah. at, at Praise's house. I, I would say it's more, you know, it's more on the you know southern side of you know southern side, you know, like the the jambalaya, the mm, okay, okay, all that okay. stuff, the gumbo. You know, that's kind of like, but we just season it differently. But I feel like we all eat the same thing, just about the way we season it, like the yeah. process, how we make it. But yeah, yeah. So I definitely, definitely gotta have y'all. Sense. That that sounds great. Um, now let's go back to inspiration for you, Jadrian. What what's inspiration for cooking? When you think about like when you get in the lab, like as you say, mm-hmm. and you get in the zone, what what's your inspiration come from? Honestly, my family. Like seeing my family cook, you know. And, and I, when I was younger, I really couldn't cook anything, so I, I always want my mom's or grannies or something. They food or my papa or their food. Like so, I was like, man, I'm finna just wing it. I just I remember once. I remember like. First thing I tried to do like some regular wings, like some fried yeah. wings, like fried chicken, you know, and it came out pretty good. So I was like, okay, I can do this. And then you know, you can pretty much do anything with the YouTube and everything. Oh yeah, I, yep. With YouTube, I could probably make some foo foo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably hey some Asian zing sauce. Oh me. You know, so like you know that really helps for real too. Okay. You know I mean? Yeah. You know what I, I love about it is that you guys, you guys are big football guys. You guys do a lot of things off the field, like chefing it up. We're going to keep talking about this, but we're let, let's keep moving with some Cowboys uh, talk. That's what we're talking, I guess, here in the third hour. We had Ruben on one side. He's not pushing the panic button. It's one game, as he said, for the Jaguars. Uh, we had Conrad call in last hour blaming everybody, pointing the finger at Jerry Jones, pointing the finger at uh, Mike McCarthy, pointing the finger at Dak Prescott. Not necessarily Ezekiel Elliott, but saying that the whole organization is flawed. Let's go out to Mondo he right said, now. He, he wants to talk to Cowboys. <laughs> let's talk. Uh, let's talk to crazy. Mondo. Mondo, good evening. What's going on? Good evening, everyone. How's everybody doing? Good, good, Mondo. good. How you doing, man? Good. I heard you say there's a lot of Packer fans. At the, at the yeah, got them, they got some jerseys on. We got man. the jerseys over here. We got the Aaron Rodgers. We got a 33, too. We got an Aaron Jones jersey. Yes, so sir. a little 915 representing over here, Mondo. Yes, I'm not Great. I'm glad to hear that. They must be having, they, they must be having special on uh, Chile con queso nachos or something, you know? <laughs> they got it. I, I think so, well, my friend. So what did you think of the Cowboy game yesterday? What you? What were your thoughts? I, I, I thought that was the worst ending any Cowboy game that I've seen in my entire life. I mean, I thought that wow. was... Oh. 
Well, the game just started. Yeah. I think we lost you, Mondo. He sorry the, about that. He left with the bang. Yeah, we, we just lost him. Oh, sorry. Hey, yeah. Mondo, give us a call back. Uh, shoot us a call. 915-505-6009. We just lost a, you there. He well noise before he left. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> uh, well, you know what we're going to do right now? We're going to give Mondo a chance to get back on the phones with us. We're going to take a timeout right now. Kickoff just happened. Rams have the ball at their own 20-yard line. First and 10, Baker Mayfield hands the ball off. And it looks like it's going to be a nice carry there by Cam Akers. Maybe a pickup of 15 yeah, right there. And uh, Rams getting things started on the ground tonight. So you could get started with us here. Border City Ale House, we got great prizes. We got Shake and Bake, Jadrian yes, Taylor, yes, and Praise the Mayhule here for the rest of this yeah, hour. We're going to announce the game like we have some announcers. Yeah, Let's boy. do it. Pull Let's up, do it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Up, if you, you want to talk some Cowboys football with us, do you want to talk some Rams and, and uh, Packers with us, give us a call, 915-505-6009. As Sports Talk continues right here on 600 ESPN. In El Paso. All right, we're back. Border City Ale House. Sports Talk is live. Adrian brought us along with Angel Munoz, Chema, Utep Zay back at our Lubingo Oil Changer Studios. I'm joined alongside by Praise Amayule, Jadrian Taylor. They are shake and bake for Utep football. Yes, Jadrian Taylor just declared for the NFL uh, just last week, just yesterday, right? This yes, was just sir. like 24 yes, hours sir. ago. Yesterday. It was already on the 8 o'clock news. Man, wow. that's crazy. That, that's was, good that, stuff. that was the craziest thing. As soon as I posted it, I, Shout see, out it to Sammy. A, I see it on the news. I said, whoa. That's awesome stuff. And that's a credit to who you are, right? I mean, that, isn't that a cool thing to know is that the, this city does recognize players like you. The conference recognized both of you guys after this year. And that's where you guys stand with this with this team right now, as it is. Most definitely. And I, and I appreciate all the love from the city again. I can't stress it enough, man. I appreciate everything y'all did for me out here. Give, give me the timeline. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you no, off. You give, me, give me the timeline for what's next for you. Like uh, holidays hit and then what's going on. So holidays, then I'm going to have to uh, get home January 3rd. So January 3rd, I'm going to go see my family. Wow, time with my family. nice. That's and excellent. Then, um, January 9th, that's when the training starts for um, Pro Day. And I'm doing that until March. Here? or uh, It's going to be in Houston. Okay. So going to so you're saying goodbye to El Paso. Goodbye to El Paso until Pro oh, Day. I'll be man. back Pro Day. Okay, okay. Yeah, so once I come back Pro Day, then that's my, probably going to be my last time here for a minute. So, wow. Yeah. That, how does that feel? Just, we're, we're talking like two weeks. Yeah, man. Your whole life. Yeah. There's, I feel like these three years I've been here went by so fast, man. So you gotta you can't can't take all that for granted, man. You got to be in a moment and just love and, you know, and the city will love you back here. I'm telling you, if you love the city, the city will love you back. Praise, isn't that crazy? We got like two more weeks with him. Man, I'm telling you, man. Hey, Are you throwing the goodbye party? You got two more weeks with him. That's my brother for life, bro. <laughs> you know I mean? It's not goodbye with me, bro. You it's, me? it's never a goodbye. You I see Adrian on the flip side, man. Oh, man. That's true. It is goodbye. It's it's really only goodbye for me. Yeah. But uh, but praise, isn't it? Isn't it gonna be weird to not see guys like him, guys I'm like Kelton around? I'm you know, I'm definitely gonna miss that energy that he, you know, guys like that bring to the locker room and to the team. You know, mm-hmm. on and off the field. You know, like I said, it's been an honor to be, you know, with them guys in the locker room on the field. You know, grinding and blood in, you know, night night and day, bro. You feel me? So. And I'm going uh, when I train. I'm gonna be training with Kelton too. So nice. That's Kelton excellent. and uh, Davion Enyang, Big Poppy. That's yep. awesome. 
Fuck. Well, hey, uh, and all Kilgore products. There you go. Kilgore products, 5K man. 5K Kennels, baby. 5K Kennels. Shout out to 5K, shout 5K, 5K Kennels, 5K man. 5K Kennels, man. Shout out to pups. Hey, uh, <laughs> Praise. Uh, well, actually, Jadrian, let me ask you this. Now, if you looked at numbers only, or if people just out there were kind of hating, they would say, they'd look at Praise's season and say, well, what happened to all the stats? You know, that kind of thing. But if you actually watch the games, you realize offense's game plan against praise a lot of different times mm-hmm. he's getting double teamed he's getting two two guys on him at different times what was this year year like for praise if you had to if you had to make the assessment i'll say he affected the pass rusher just as much as me it was just like um we don't we don't got much time to go get the quarterback yeah. you know as, as, as much as we did last yeah. year maybe well they're throwing it quicker now quicker they they and they knew they knew that our d-line was explosive and can pass rush so they're doing a lot of RPOs, slants, and stuff like that. So we don't got time. Honestly. I get it. I get it. What would you say to that, Praise? Hey, man, shout-out to the defensive coordinators or the offensive coordinators of the other team. That's yeah. what I got to say. You know? <laughs> That's that, that I would do the same play, thing. You know I, mean? I, would do, I would scheme us out the game, yeah, too. I mean, they're just smart. I mean. They did a good job, you know, of scheming. You know, but we just Most definitely. Just go out there and make plays. Well, yeah, I, I think Praise is going to break the record next year, though. Well, praise your what? Two and a half sacks away. Two and a half, according to my Raider. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, and then you're the program's all-time leading record holder in sacks. Yeah. If that were to be the case, mm-hmm. I like it. Okay. All right. Well, hey, it's uh, Shake and Bake out here, Border City Ale House. Come join us, fifteen oh six Lee Trevino. We've got Sun Bowl tickets for UCLA Pitt that we're giving away at halftime. We also have passes to Relax Kick Social. We've got UTEP men's basketball tickets as well. All you have to do is just come register with us here, Border City Ale House, and join us, Shake and Bake. You can ask them questions. You guys are open books. Of course. You guys are of nice. Course. Anything. You guys anything, are nice people. Man. Anything. Hey, anything. I, I need to go back to the cooking. We, we talked about this in the previous segment, and we got to talk about it again. Uh, you guys like to chef it up uh, at different times when you guys are able to. Okay. Now, do you like doing it for a large group of people? Can you do it like that, or, or is it an I'll intimate start, setting? I'll start. I'll start. I, on the other hand, I hate large people, like group people, because okay, I don't like cooking. Because you know, I've always cooked for myself or like maybe a, a, a friend or two. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a two, two or three people max. You know, I don't like cooking for a lot of people because that means I, I overcomplicate my seasoning. You know, the measurement. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's so you got it only know, a personal seasoning yeah, setup. Yeah, right I already now. know. So I'm mm-hmm. like, man. Yeah, cooking for a large crowd, I get, I mean, I get a little like I can, I can walk in them shells. I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I, you know, so that's just my personal preference. Uh, most definitely, most definitely. Yeah. And I, of course, everybody would rather cook for themselves yeah. or like maybe a small crowd, maybe small. But I've, I've had to uh, this Thanksgiving, I cook for like six or seven of my teammates. Oh, okay, okay. You know, they all came through because I know we, we, our family's not out here, so you know, try to bring the family. To, the, to, to El Paso, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So me and my girlfriend tag-teamed everything in the Man. kitchen. What do you mean awesome. by that? <laughs> <laughs> we, tagged, <laughs> we tag-teamed everything in the kitchen, yes, and we, it, was, it was a great outcome. You know, devil eggs, ribs. Wow, um, you guys went all out. Turkey, uh, cornbread, sweet potato casserole, everything, man. It, it, it went crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. Praise we need to get the invites yeah, next next Thanksgiving. It, yeah. It's going to be the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, Jadrian Taylor uh, Thanksgiving. Man, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't. Wherever I get judged to, I got I got to come back and mess with El Paso. Well, that, that's my wherever. question to you. What what places are you trying to avoid? I don't want to go nowhere where it's 
eight feet of snow. So you like? I'm, like I'm only six one. Uh, <laughs> I'm only six one. If I got eight foot of snow, I'm finna well, die. Well, well, I was a snowman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be under the snow. Camo the snowman. Yeah, like come on, man. It's <laughs> that too cold. Buffalo Bills. Yeah, like yeah. Miami game. No like way. that was crazy. Yeah, no. We watched that. We watched that on the um, TV, and we watched how they got through the snow and everything. The neighbors had to come get them through the snow. Like yes, like it's crazy. They got bring the chargers out. People ride on tractors to the facility and stuff, man. Not, not for you. No, I don't. I, I don't want to do. I will. No, don't get me wrong, Buffalo. I will, but I, I, I don't want to. <laughs> I'll tell you that. I want to stay in the South. If you ask me. I'm, okay. I'm a, so the Arizona Cardinals. Maybe, maybe we could go something like uh, Dallas Cowboys, Houston I'm Texans. I'm a Southern guy. Now those are good, those are good good names now. Okay. And I would love to go to Houston. You know, it's right by the city. Everybody, everybody can come watch the game. You know, and everything. So, Were you a Texans fan growing up? I, I've always been a Lions fan. Okay, always, always been a Lions fan. fan. I like I like the Texans because of, I used to like Arian Foster though. Okay. Ah, Arian, yeah. Not to be not to be not to me know about the Arian Foster, you know, because he he had, he had a solid career, but he he cut it short. You know, he retired. But hey, Arian Foster was a beast, bro. He, he was a beast, bro. So. Hundred percent. So yeah, I used to like the. Uh, I used to like the Texans for sure, but I've always been a Lions fan at heart, though. Okay. Well, that I hey, definitely will play the, for the Cowboys because my family team, though, and I feel like that would be, like, special for them and everything. So, but I just want to stay in the South, me personally. Praise, let me ask you. Uh, if you had to I, – I know this is a ways away. I mean, we're, we're thinking in the future. Uh, you, are you okay there? You, you doing all right? Yeah, I, I heard that, too. You know what? I it probably it, went off. Well, yeah, here, here, give it to me. I, I got you. Uh, we're we're having a little technical difficulties with praise over here, but I, I got him. Two seconds. Uh, praise. Let me ask you this. I'll I'll, sw- I'll switch it over to you. You're ways away from this point, but uh, when you get to that point where you have to think about your professional career, are there places you don't want to be in? Is there is there like a spot where you're like trying to avoid maybe? Yeah, like Camo said, you know, we, you know, he's a big country guy. I'm a big Nigerian guy. We don't really like the cold. Cold, too cold. I'm not a cold guy, you know. Well, Detroit Lions, what's going on? Yeah. I mean, I would still go. Indoor stadium. There you yeah. go. Indoor but stadium. I say this is the only state that I probably hate, and that's New York. I can I don't like New York, man. Okay. Have you been to New York? I don't like the vibe. I don't like the butters. Have I'm you not, been to New York? I'm not one of Timberlands. No, I've never, no, I never been. Well, I just, no. I like against 30. I think and you're just worried about the subway. And then, we just, look, need, we just need to give you the New York rundown. All the bad stuff, like in the movies, no. that's what happened to, yeah, go to New York. New York, bro. The like, king just, of New York, no? Like, come on. I'm not mellow. <laughs> Jay-Z, come on. I'm, I'm not Jay-Z. I'm not, I'm a no, sauce walker. No. Uh, splurge, a <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, big extra plug. Oh, like I like man. the southern people, Bumpy. Like uh. okay, I got it. All right, now l- let me ask you guys this: When you guys have to practice in El Paso, when it's like freezing, mm. what is that like? This it's, is the desert. It's a nightmare, man. It was a it it's was a, a blizzard one time. This morning was cold. I too. remember it was. We were practicing in the blizzard, like it was like literally like. Snow everywhere, man. I'm not used to this, man. Was it horrible? It was horrible. You know, we were no indoors, so yeah. it was like we outside in it for real. What, what is I mean? that like, practicing in, in snow? First, you're slipping all over the place, so how can you pass rush for yeah, real? Bro. My fingers are, fingers are like, like numb. When you, when you hit, what does it feel like? like I, I, you try not to hit? You're like, ah! You don't want to <laughs> hit nobody. I ain't going to lie. Until you get really warmed yeah. up. And you can't get warmed up how you want like, to because yeah. we got to go sit on the sidelines yeah, sometimes. You know, you you know football stop and go. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like basketball or anything. 
when you guys were busting out the big jackets in the last home game, it was the Rice game that UTEP played. Um, I was thinking it was freezing down there. Was it, it really was cold? Freezing. Yeah. yeah, it was cold. That's that's definitely the coldest game we played. Mm-hmm. So probably, probably, probably since I've been here, honestly, yeah, we didn't play too many yeah. cold games. Yeah. But that was a cold game, man. Well, now that uh, Liberty's in the conference, then we're talking Ooh. about a little Northeast. Tra- travel, yeah, get on their head. yeah, they gotta man. get on them though, man. <laughs> oh my god, I, I got I got UTEP winning the conference next year, man. Oh, no, no, no. I like that. I like you, that. You heard it. You heard it here. You heard it here, man. Twenty twenty. Y'all go deal prospects, man. man yeah, yeah, that's o- right. Over yeah, under. Got, I got over on on the, on the minors, man. Okay. Be a billionaire. Yeah, I like it. All right. Now let's let's shift over to this game right now, guys. The Green Bay Packers are driving. They're all the way inside Rams territory. We've seen some nice runs early on by Aaron. Aaron Jones, I think that's uh, getting people excited yes, over sir. here at the Yellow House. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Isn't it cool to see Aaron light it up and do what he does over there? Most definitely. He's Absolutely. always been a great running back from what I've seen, you know. So, And um, when I first came here, I didn't know um, Aaron Jones came went to the um, yeah. Green Bay. So, I, mean, I don't know. I went to UTEP. I'm sorry. So, I was like, you know, surprised. I used to play with Green Bay on, on Madden and everything. But, like I said, I didn't watch football or anything. So, I didn't know who was cold in college football and everything. Sure. But I used to play Madden. I played with Aaron Jones. Wow. And I okay. came And I came here. And I was, that was like, you know Aaron Jones? Aaron Jones right here? <laughs> I was like, hey, boy, hey, I'm going to commit. <laughs> I'm going to commit, man. I'm committed. Now, I, used, I literally played with Aaron Jones. That was my running back. Oh man, that's funny, bro. You play with Aaron on Madden? Yes, sir. You know, I mean, got to play with Aaron. Jones. Or no, Nick Needham. Because I play the Nick. Because I play uh, Ultimate Team. You know what I mean? I play. I'm an Ultimate Team player. So who behind Bo Jackson? Oh wow! Wow! Oh wow! I had Aaron Jones back there, man. I'm telling you. And then I came here, and and they said, "Yeah, Aaron Jones went here." I'm like, wow. Like, yeah, that's crazy. You big Madden fan, Praise? Oh, yeah. I'm a big Madden fan, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not as good as Camo is, but, you know. What's your video game? My video game, FIFA, man. FIFA? Hey, yeah, he, he called Oh, so FIFA. you were ready for the World Cup. Yeah, he called that FIFA, man. I ain't gonna lie, but. Yeah, that's my, that's my I game. I mean, he ain't too much better than me, but yeah, he better, bro. Right there, you know, we got him. <laughs> what, what's your team of choice in FIFA? My team of choice is Real Madrid, but I get on you with anybody, though. Yeah, you know? I, I like Bayern Munich. I mean, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Munich, you know what I mean? They're my boys, you know what I mean? I need Kingsley, Kingsley Coleman in them. I need Kingsley Coleman. You're yeah. hilarious. Lewandowski. I need Lewandowski out there, man. Well, what do you Le- all feel? Why? How do you all feel about PSG? We got, we just saw two PSG players go at it. I think Messi gonna leave PSG, bro. Hey, y'all heard it here first, man. MLS. I think Messi gonna leave PSG and go to Miami. People always play. I, I don't, I don't like PSG like that, man. People always play with them on uh, on FIFA, and they be blowing super me out. Super team, is it they like Warriors super, kind of thing? Super, yeah, they got they got KD stuff, all them people, Kate, and like all them people, man. Yeah, they got too many good people on there. You know, Messi's best player on the on the on the game. So it's like, man, I don't like I don't like them, bro. I try to. I, so that's like the super team. Yeah, it's it's yeah. like in two K when you choose the Warriors back in twenty seventeen. Yeah, yeah, I didn't like. I never liked it's like, that. Come bro. on, that's, you want me that dude? Like you lame, like, bro. Alright, bro. Come like, on, you lame, bro. bro. Like, I got Bayern Munich. And, yeah, bro. You tripping, bro? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna get away from my you team. Like me, I ain't. I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna get away from my team. You know, I like Lewandowski. Right. No. What what other, what other video games do you guys play? I play Call of Duty, man. Okay, that's so Call of Duty. For those that don't know, that's what I get. That's where the name Camo came from. Okay, you know what I mean. Gamertag. It was like, um, so I had this clan. I made a clan on Call of Duty, Black Ops Two. I remember it like it was yesterday. It was Camo. I just said all my family members and friends joined it up, you know. So everybody had Camo in their um clan tag. 
So, Dan, I got caught cussing on the game. You know what I mean? I got in trouble, so I got grounded for like two or three days off the game. I came back. Everybody left the Camo clan. Oh, man. It was just me. They was like, man, come join this. Come join. I'm like, nah, man. I'm, I'm, I'm just stay Camo. I'm just stay Camo. So. And and uh, how's the Camo legacy been since Man, then? ever since then, the name should be trademarked, man. Okay, okay. Big Camo, man. Stop playing for real. <laughs> Praise, what else do you play? <laughs> um... You're, so, or are you just single FIFA? Yeah, I mean, I play other games. Like I said, I'm versatile. Like, yeah, he he, he loves like that FIFA. I have fun, you know, but FIFA's my go-to. But like okay. I said, I play Madden, I play 2K, I play Brawlhalla. It's like, okay, a, little, yeah, it's like yeah, a little Mario, yeah. like a little, you know. Yeah, Brawlhalla. Yeah. Know, then I, I play Call of Duty too, but I'm not as good as Camo, you know. Camo now, really. 2K, that's, what, that's the game I play every day. Yeah. Like, 2K, I play 2K, 2K every fun, day. You know? like, Who's I, your team over there? You I play with uh, Portland? Are you going Dame Lillard? That kind that's of thing? That's crazy. That's who I play with. I play with you're Portland. You're, you're, you're a Blazers uh, fan? I, I with, uh, no, Blazers? I'm not a Trailblazers fan. I'm a Kawhi fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's something about Dame out there, man. Yeah, Dame Dollar, bro. Yeah, it's something about Dame oh, out there, man. Like, I, I have him looking like a all, the all-time best shooter. Who is Steph? I like that, bro. They, when I play with them, they're like, who is Steph? Like, I ain't going to lie. But, uh, oh, yeah. yeah, 2K, my game for yeah. real. Okay. I, usually, I usually play uh, my career. I put my face scan on there. Yeah? So my dude look just like me and everything. Yeah, a lot of people. A lot of people love doing that. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a huge thing. That's what I do. Okay, okay. Being the rec center or playing the park. Okay, I, I see. Hey, get, get at me, my name Cowboy Camo, and you know y'all know I'm a Twitch streamer and everything. Got the biggest camo on Twitch. That's right. You're you're big on Twitch. Yeah, that's right. You yeah. stream a lot of your stuff. Yeah, y'all yeah, go follow my boy, man. It's not playing if I get on y'all boys, man. <laughs> Twitch, man. Hey, the biggest uh, camo. Hey, we got first quarter action. This is real interesting. Packers settle for a field goal. They're up three nothing. Rams, uh, they're going backwards right now. A false start penalty, guys. It, it just shows you the Rams have such a decimated off offensive line if you don't have an offensive line in football it just hurts you so much in a game man free my dude stafford man free my boy man <laughs> hurt. My, my man got a hoodie on right oh, there man, man. He got a he's beanie. gonna retire come he got on a now he's OLC. hurt come on man i got a beanie on my boy oh, man get the OLC. beanie off of him man baker looks good what do you mean i, I like I, okay i'm not bashing <laughs> baker i'm not bashing baker but y'all know i'm a matthew stafford fan first i'm a matthew fan facts, first tough. and and y'all didn't hurt my boy out there, oh, man, because y'all can't talk block. To him, talk to him, boy. I get you. I get you. All right. Well, hey, guys, we're going to take another break right now. When we come back, we're going to wrap things up here at Border City Alehouse. If you want to come out here, if you're anywhere near the east side, come on out and join us. 1506 Lee Trevino. We're giving away some great prizes like Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl tickets. We're giving away UTEP basketball tickets. Also some passes out to Relax, Horizon Golf Course, and much more. Sports Talk continues right here on 600 ESPN El Paso. All right, final countdown. It is our final segment out here at Border City Ale House, 1506 Lee Trevino. Come on and join us on El Paso's east side. You can join us, 1506 Lee Trevino. Join, I'm joined by Shake and Bake. It's Jadrian Taylor and Praise the Mayule. Jadrian Taylor just recently announced that he'll be going professional. He'll be playing on Sundays and going to the NFL. And a big congrats to you, Jadrian. This was a, a great season that you had in Conference USA, being named first-team all-conference and also being recognized as a, one of the top players in all of Conference USA. Um, this will be the last time we say hi to each other for a while, man. I'm, yeah, I'm bummed man. out about this. Yeah, me too, man. I'm going to miss you, Adrian, for real, you know. Hey, uh, great guy. No, I mean, hey, I, great, um, you know, best wishes to you, best wishes to uh, to this journey that you're about to embark on. We've seen a lot of UTEP players come through these these areas 
and try to play professionally before in the past. And some of sometimes they get drafted, sometimes they go undrafted and go that route through a camp. Sometimes they go the semi-pro route. Yeah. Um, you know, whatever journey you have, I know that you'll be you'll have a lot of great success because. Uh, you know, you're you, and you had a great season here, and you're the player that you are. So, Appreciate it, man. You know, Appreciate um, it. I'm excited for your future. Appreciate it. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, hey, I want to I want to also give a special thanks to Praise Mayule, uh, always holding it down, always being a great band ambassador yes, of uh, the UTEP football yes, team. Sir. And Praise, it's always great to talk to you, and great to see you, my friend. Uh, you too, right man. Right before the holidays. Always a pleasure, man. Like I mentioned at first, you've been a, you've been a great friend to me since I first got here, bro. So. It's great to always be here with you, you know, on the show, man. Hey, I want to just reel out some of the prizes that we're going to have, and then we're going to say one last uh, goodbye to our good friend Shake and Bake. Praise Amele, Jadrian Taylor. want to let everybody know we've got $3, $4, $5 pints here at Border City Ale House, along with $4 Fireball, $5 Jack and Jack Flavors. They're open Christmas Eve till the end of the Cowboys and Eagles game. That's coming up this Saturday. Again, open Christmas Eve out here at Border City Ale House. They are going to be open on Christmas Day as well in the evening and we've got some great prizes here so you could come down and register with us out in our box it's free to register uh, we've got relaxed urban axe throwing passes we also have passes to kick social along with passes to Horizon Golf Club we've got tickets to UTEP basketball it's going to be a real busy weekend for UTEP basketball they've got the West Star Bank Don Haskins Sun Bowl Invitational coming up this week starts Wednesday and then the the consolation or championship game will be Thursday. We got tickets to that along with Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl tickets. Uh, Pitt versus UCLA should be a great game coming uh, Friday, December 30th. High noon kickoff out at the Sun Bowl. Hey, want to welcome back on UTEP Zay, Chema, Angel Munoz back at our studios. Uh, I'll ask you guys. You guys got a chance to hear from our two guests, Jadrian Taylor, Praise Amele. Uh, your thoughts on today's show and, and uh, just hearing from these two dynamic duo pass rush one last time here here with us. Honestly, Adrian, it's it was honestly pretty funny. We were all laughing out here in the in our half of the studio. I like it. All positive vibes over there. Zay, you you watch these guys on the field. You hear them on the show. Your thoughts as we wind things down? There's pure comedy. That was hilarious. I, I was enjoying listening to this. It was just back and forth. It was fun to listen to. That's all. Uh, that's all you guys, Jadrian Praise. That's that's you two, uh, and they they were they were big fans of the segment. So I appreciate you guys uh, stopping by again. Hey, let's talk a little bit more about this game. It looks like uh, Aaron Rodgers just threw an interception recently. The Rams are taking over on their end. Second quarter action, low scoring so far. Pack, uh, Packers up three nothing against the Rams. You guys still sticking with the Rams? You guys going with the, the Rams? You still you you're not wavering, Baker. not wavering with the Packers. Baker. Baker. Praise are you? It's your chance. Hey, man. Chance. You see what I came in here with my leather jacket, bro. Yes, Big sir. Ram fan, You're not bro. going with the Packers after they're up 3 nothing. Nah, bro. I love you, Angel. We were up 24-0 against UTSA. <laughs> That's what happened. <laughs> yeah, it happens, man. It happens. It's football. I know football, you see that uh, Colts-Vikings game. That's crazy. That was crazy. 33 nothing at the half. <laughs> and they, yeah. back and they ended up coming man. back. Yeah, I'd be so mad. Yeah. I'd be what? Well, I mean, hey, you guys had, had a little uh, the same, of, yeah. We did the same thing. We did the same thing, man. When when a team is on a roll like that and they're not stopping, how hard is it to beat that? Well, the momentum in football, it's, in, in any sport, momentum is like key. Like, yep. Once you get a momentum, like it's hard to stop anybody, man. I'm telling you, I, in high school, uh, 
we came back from a 39-0 deficit in fourth really? quarter. Wait, thirty nine nothing in the fourth quarter. And the quarter? fourth quarter. Quarter. What? <laughs> how? He's not listening. He's not the listening. Fourth quarter. How? How is you know, that possible? You know how? Big mo, momentum. Big momentum, Big mo. baby. That's all you gotta get. Hey, you hear that? You tell crowd. We, we never gave up. We just had some. We got some momentum, and we just kept on going from there. And we came all the way back. Tearjerker. Everybody's crying yes, after sir. the game. After we we won. It's like. Yes, it was magical, sir. man. Oh, it's a man. magical moment. Some Disney Channel type oh, stuff. Some bro. Disney Channel, man. Never give up. <laughs> Keep fighting. Let boys, it shine. Man. Hey, uh, speaking of that, on those lines, Jadrian, advice you give to the young players on UTEP. Price is a veteran, so he's he's been around the block. Mm-hmm. But Price, uh, I mean, uh, advice you give to some of the younger players, and maybe you could chime in too, Price. Some of the younger players on this team. First of all, you gotta stay the course, man. Just because something's not going your way, don't mean give up or have an attitude or anything. If you if you can play. You gonna get out there and you gonna you gonna make the best of your opportunity. Facts. Anybody out here trying to hold you or anything? Like anybody out here trying to make you do bad? Like like anybody trying to have you out here not playing good? Or anything? They're gonna put you in the same the, the right position to make the right play. So just stay the course, take coaching, and you'll be all right. Okay, praise. What about you? Hey, off the field, man. Make sure you're good off the field. You know, cause. People always think, oh, I'm going to go on the field, I'm going to perform. But you got to think about the off-the-field stuff. So you got to make sure you get off the field because your yeah, off-the-field is going to affect your on-the-field, you know. So Most just definitely. make sure you're Most good definitely. off the field at all times, you know. Yep. That's a good way to end this. Yes, hey, sir. Shake and Bake, appreciate it as always. It's great to see you both, and we'll see you soon, okay? Hey, all righty. Hey, shout out to Border City, man, all house, man. Yes, sir. Shout them out, shout man. Shout out to Sunday, yo, Great ESPN, wings, great Paso, burgers, man. great drinks, great everything. You hear that, Border City Ale House? Shake and Bake is uh, approved uh, of your of your spot here. So this is uh, this was a lot of fun today. To this special thanks out to Chema, UTEP Zay, Angel Munoz for producing the show and holding everything down back at our studios. Hey, that's going to wrap things up for us here on the show. Uh, come join us. We'll be here till halftime. We've got great prizes available, and you can come down and register for them here at Border City Ale House. 1506 Lee Trevino, come join us as Sports Talk continues right here on 600 ESPN El Paso. Have a great night, everybody.